It's Bobbins time. You ready for some Bobbins, Gemma? Some Bobbins discussion about yep. 2023 and Coronation Street. This is our awards show where it's a bit of a different. We've been doing this for a few years now and it's where we take a light-hearted look, a little cheeky glance at some of um, what we didn't quite like about Coronation Street in the year before. So we're going to be looking back at 2023 and um, maybe saying some not too nice things, but in a pleasant and constructive way. Is that, does, that, does that kind of summarise it well enough for you? Yeah. Normally, though, I feel excited about doing this, but today I just feel sad. <laughs> I feel like I'm bullying somebody. It's, I think, I you know... I feel like I'm kicking people when they're down. We, we weren't as um, bubbling over with positivity for Coronation Street in 2023 in our end-of-year summary. I, I tried my best, but um, I think there's possibly more to pick holes in it <laughs> this year than, than there are in previous years. That that wouldn't be you know, out of the question to say. But the Bobbins isn't all about that. Some of it is about things that we don't like or things that we think are ridiculous. But some of it's, I guess, looking at purposefully bad things. That's 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 a few categories for that. That's all right. So don't feel completely bad about it, oh, Gemma. Oh, do they? But, but what, you know, feel good about the fact that I know that lots of our listeners really do love yeah, the Bobbins Awards. And this is sometimes some of them look for this, look forward to this even more so than our normal video um, awards show. Shall we try to make this fun rather than depressing? Yes, we will try. <laughs> we'll try our best to do that. We'll see how it goes. I think it's going to be difficult in a few cases. Now, if you're listening and you're thinking, hang on a minute, I missed the chance to vote in this. Where were the nominations? Where was the form for me to fill out online? Don't worry. This is an award show with a difference. This is one where you don't have to feel guilty about voting someone or something the worst. It's all down on us. So we've got our nominations that we've come up with ourselves. We've had some listeners sending in some of theirs as well. And at the end of the day... It's going to be me and they who decide who takes the prize home, aren't we? We're not giving out prizes. We're not giving out any prizes. And surprisingly, there aren't any uh, any any acceptance speeches. Oh with my the, goodness! With the cast members for this one as well. Although I'm sure they would all take it in good fun because it's, they're it's, a sporting we're not trying to be mean. sporting bunch, aren't they? We're not trying to be mean. So this is um, like the Razzies. This is like the Razzies when they gave um, Paul what's his face. Are you uh, talking about? Hang on. It's. I think the difference between this and the Razzies is they don't spend the first three minutes of the Razzie Awards apologising just for I existing. I don't know, do they? We, don't, we didn't. We don't. What's his name? Bruce Willis. Oh yeah. They gave him Ooh. a load of awards for being terrible, and then it turned out that there's a reason he was why got, he's doing those. I know. Films. Okay, so, so um, apologies if anybody is accidentally bad. <laughs> That's like I it's said. Not, we're not picking on We're, we're not, not picking, picking on, on the actors. Anybody. We're not picking on actors, this are we? This is a fun thing to do. There's Cor- nothing horrible here. It's just... And, and all the stuff that is is bad it's got shared responsibility among several people who can all blame someone else yes surely <laughs> apart from me and McLeod apart from me and McLeod to... the book stop is him exactly um, yeah so uh, th- th- that's kind of basically what we're doing today I'm going to chat and seeing what we're going to what you I haven't what? checked my email to see if I've got that job offer no, I, st- I still don't think that uh, they're going to be giving you that producer's job, but you, you never know, you never know. I'm up for it. Right, so um, let's make a start with the Do One New One Award, which is where we take a look at who was our least favourite newcomer of the year. Um, now, we, when we were coming up with the list for the AOP Award, for the main uh, award show, we did you know, point out to each other that there, it wasn't a, you know, there weren't any, weren't very many big new names for 2023 were there. I mean, if anything, Cassie is probably the biggest. Yeah. Um, and, and we did have one of our least, uh, our listeners, Lisa, put her forward as a nomination for, for Do One New Word. I, I, I can't quite agree with that one. I do genuinely really think that... Um, 
Enjoy her. Uh, yeah, I, I do enjoy I think Cassie. Um, I think a spanner in the works, which is what more we should have more of mm. on Corrie. It shouldn't be... Although this is kind of a great example of that exact thing I'm just about to say. A new character coming in to cause trouble. Yeah, um, no, she, she... I don't know how permanent she's going to be. No, and I wouldn't say that her character was necessarily needed. We weren't going into 2023 no. going, God, I hope that Tyrone's mum comes in soon. I think the dynamics at number nine were absolutely fine without her. But there have been some fantastic Cassie scenes. And I think there were more characters who are more worthy of this award. Um, but thank you anyway, Lisa, for the suggestion. Yeah, we name and shame you, Lisa. <laughs> Um, anyone kind of spring to mind for you that you think you'd, you'd be gunning oh. for? Me, 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 not, not literally. Me, 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 oh, Crystal. Chris, yeah, t- tell me why. Me, me, in, me, in actual words. Me, 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 me. <laughs> what is the point of her, honestly? I mean, she's so... She just doesn't... She's such a drip. She Crystal, Crystal is an interesting case because she was in it during the summer for a bit and then she... It, it, Ryan was kind of fancying her a bit and then she was horrible and when she when she realised that he had, you know, a bit of scarring to the face, she didn't want to know. She didn't want that relationship. But then she came back and for whatever reason, maybe it was the coma that she was in over the summer holidays, she realised, oh, actually, you're a not bad chap after all. Now she's whisked him off to Scotland. Nothing she does make it, makes any sense. She is, you know, fairly devoid of personality so far, apart from beautiful and, I guess, forgiving. She's really, it's really bizarre because she's got like a really complicated backstory for a character that's been in, what, 10 episodes maximum, probably. Yeah. And and she's got so many really strong motivations for what she's done. But when she turned up the second time, she just turned into a, like a big pussy, didn't she? Yeah. Well, she, no she's just like, she's just me, 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 me. <laughs> just such a drip it, it was kind of it felt like she was necessary to get Ryan off the show to try and create a bit of space between but why didn't he just say and, I'm, and going to, I'm going to Scotland because I'm fed up with you Daisy <laughs> honestly especially as he had lived there before I think I think Crystal's a strong contender I mean I, I personally think that Isabella could be up there Oh, I liked her. Did you? Okay. I didn't like the way it ended, though. It ended like a bit bit silly. I, I found her just a bit too irritating... Not in a case of, haha, we're supposed to love how irritating she is, but I, she she did wind me up. Nancy suggested her and, and her story as being um, a contender for this as well. Um, I, I think I, I enjoyed when she. Bit oh, more, I wish she was a bit more Italian, you know. She, I, I thought it was funny when she. She super glued. Um, was it George's boat to the table in number 11? That, that, was, that was kind strange. of funny. But she just kind of wound me up and then she had been mean to Rita. Um, she was supposed to be an obnoxious character, but um, I I wasn't going along with the fun of it particularly, and and I was just left a bit confused about you know was her house actually or her flat actually yeah, being well, renovated? Did the plot serve any purpose? Because at the end of it, we didn't even have Brian and Mary together as a couple, which is what no, I assumed it, it was feel leading towards. Like that, yeah, it was going somewhere that it didn't go. Yeah, she she was an irritant to me, but I'd, I'd happily pick Crystal over her. Speaking of which, I I think it's too soon to. Put Bobby, We're not put as, Bobby a, in. as a genuine nomination. It's not really fair, he's only it? been in a handful of episodes so far. If he doesn't change his spots, then by golly, he's going to be up for nomination this time next year. But it's still too early days for Bobby. But um, I, yeah. I think I read this on Reddit somewhere, um, but somebody was pointing out that he's supposed to be annoying the characters, not the audience yeah like he's supposed to irritate the characters and we're supposed to watch him and go haha he's winding Carla up but 
it's just why I didn't. Well, Simon in this case, because I, mean, I think <sighs> Simon's not the most popular character, isn't in the yesterday's episode. It made him, was... yeah, put them two together and actually make Simon seem like a made to sympathise for him, didn't he? Okay, so we're not going to go for. Um, yeah. What about like uh, Joel? Um, <laughs> I, I would certainly say he's a strong contender. We had Just Manic um, suggesting Joel as well for the Do One New One Award. <laughs> I don't know. I'm waiting. I think I'm. Wait- I think something's up with it. I, I think, think that's what. That's the only thing that's stopping me. With with Crystal, I feel her story is over. But Joel, yeah, as bland and dull as he has been so far, and completely purposeless, apart from putting a smile on Dee Dee's face, which I've enjoyed. There's gotta. There's got to be something. If there's not anything, then we'll retrospectively give this, him this award. But yeah. I've seen some theories. I think. Yeah, I've seen a few theories for relating to Joel. There's, there, he's been in it too long for there to be nothing going for him other than, oh, he's a boyfriend for Dee Dee and he finds out about Ed's gambling. But they could, they could still have given him a bit of a personality, couldn't they? <laughs> There's, he, he's literally just hunky lawyer, I suppose. Okay. But I, I, I'm sorry, but but Joel would be up there. Um, any anyone else you think is worth considering before he, we before we give it to Crystal? Jerry? Jerry, um, oh yeah, Who's I wrote that? down Jerry. Yeah, I wrote down Jerry because Jerry Rebecca. suggested Jerry. Kung Fu Jerry. Oh yeah, no. I, I well, think he's too small a character. Yeah, I don't, I don't think pass. we were expecting much mm. of Jerry, so uh, I think he's managed. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to give him the, uh, yeah. the award. He probably Kung Fu me. You can really tell when a character comes in. Like, is this character in it as a as a sort of extra with lines, or is this is this a character? <clears throat> And I think mostly everyone else is a character. Yeah, as small as they have been, I think Jerry was just... Um, he was put in there as a bit of a spanner in the works in Elaine and Stephen's relationship, wasn't he? So I'm not giving it to him. Courtney, maybe? I think her story oh, feels like it's over. People do not like Courtney. No, I... Oh. She... She, what did she, oh. she had more of a personality than Crystal, for sure. We, I mean, we're not judging storylines here, but that whole story we kind of felt is fairly misjudged it wasn't as raunchy and sexy and racy as we really wanted it to be it was just a bit creepy yeah I think but maybe Courtney deserves this I don't I'm not sure I think there were bits where Courtney was quite fun I think there was when she was hiding from Dev I enjoyed her she wasn't very nice to Ardy and she wasn't very good for Ardy in the end but I think as a character with personality she did have a bit more going for her than Crystal did she wasn't just you know she wasn't just the the boobs the lips the hair she I, I I think she had a bit of a bit of spark to her. It's hard. It's hard. I I I just just I dislike both of these characters almost the same. I wonder whether you know. I don't. I I don't believe we're supposed to have been hugely invested in Crystal, but I think we were supposed to have invested more in Courtney. So maybe mm. she's you know maybe she Fleshed should get the bit. award because she you know, she there was more hanging on her. That whole story was. And I really put forward as, hey, look at this racy new summer romance. And it turned into a bit of a flub, didn't it? I mean, I suppose we could give it to, what's her husband, Darren? Oh, was yeah, Darren. Oh, okay, he, too, too small to be actually worthy of a, an award <gasps> here. Um, right. Um, same same with think, the likes of Owen. I mean, the, I, I'm not giving it to him. I think, I think Crystal deserves this award because when she came back, she might as well. I don't even know why they brought Crystal back. Genuinely, she wasn't the same character. She didn't act the same. They it could was, have just got him a new girlfriend. It prolonged the slightly unnecessary 
Ryan Daisy dynamic. She got a bit jealous of him having someone around. It made sense to me, but like with Joel, no, was, I wish they'd given her more of a personality, yeah, especially they as there was a, obviously an end in sight. They gave her a personality to start. It kind. Of, I wonder whether they, whether they wrote a, just a, a new character and then they went, oh, we, why don't we just get her back to do? Yeah, possibly to do the, read these lines out. <laughs> I, I, I certainly wasn't expecting her to return when she went off in the summer, and then we found out that she was in a coma. But I don't know. I, I, mean, I suppose we could be seeing her again, so we're expecting to see Ryan again. What a bizarre and stupid story to give such a bit <laughs> character. Why? Why is she? What? Why didn't we watch her having? You know. She sounded like she was having more exciting times than some of the things that was going on in Gory this year. <laughs> she was in a coma. She had an accident. She, she was in Ibiza, living at large. She actually, yeah, maybe we should be following Crystal around, but not current Crystal. Or at least on her Crystal. Instagram. I mean, sorry, her send PX. Okay, well let's let's give what this to do? let's give this to Crystal then. I think that um, I think, I think that Courtney, it's, Courtney Isabella. Very very strong contenders, mm. and and if he hadn't come in so late, Bobby, I'm sorry, he'd be right up there at the moment. But there we go. First award goes to Crystal. Um, next up, Gemma, this is the Grey Hoodie Award. Do you want to say a little bit about uh, what this one's all this about? This is for the least menacing villain, isn't it? This yeah. is for the villains who rubbishest villain who kind of try to that like they're gangsters, but they really just like the sort of people that hang outside the shops to ask you to buy them. Fakes. In some cases, these are villains who are purposefully written as a bit rubbish, and in other cases, I think we were supposed to find them more intimidating and scary and generally villainous than they actually were, but it didn't work for us. Grey Hoodie named after the, uh, the what was it even, was it a gang of teens that yeah. Simon was in maybe about five years ago, and everybody seemed to be wearing grey hoodies. Didn't they have a fight with Ardy? possibly we might be thinking of the same people I don't know but um, okay anyone particularly I mean straight I mean do we does Stephen is he deserving of a grey hoodie award I'm gonna say no he was a very ineffective villain but that was on purpose he was he was camp I I don't think grey hoodies are camp are they I don't know no to to me uh, and I know lots of people didn't like Stephen and you know, this is me. This is me and you deciding the outcomes of these awards. And there's probably some people out there saying, "Well, obviously it should be Stephen. He was the biggest villain of the year and he the biggest people, disappointment though. for me. So why not give it to him?" But you know, you're not going to get he that one. He actually killed people. It's not like he he bumbled his way into like accidentally giving Rita too many newspapers. Mm. He killed people. So yeah, Rufus well, is also a bit a bit of a yeah. Rufus for swaggery. me. He, he, what was he? I suppose he was a villain. He was just he was the a he was the thorn in Stephen's side, wasn't he? He was the villain of the villain. Does that make him a hero? I don't know. But I I kind of enjoyed watching him. I thought his uh, his cheek, cheeky Cockney ways were quite um, endearing to me. He had a great exit. I, I don't think that 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 Rufus is a serious contender for me. If I'm thinking of the most ineffective of the ineffective, I'm gonna say that Maggie stands quite a chance there. Now this is this was also suggested by. Um, Rebecca, Gemma says, who's Maggie? And I think that's pretty good for saying, well, maybe we should give it to her. This is the woman who took Toya and Spider hostage oh, with the God. gun after kidnapping yes, Toya, sticking her in a van, because then what about the story behind her? Spider her, had sent down her... Her husband was a drug dealer yeah. that Spider got in with to betray them, and then he ended up... Did he 
Did he kill himself or was he killed? I, I don't, oh, I don't know whether he was he, just sent down. I can't, I can't he remember. Died. Either way. Um, yeah, he did die because she was going, oh, I'm going to kill Toya. So you... Okay, okay. So whatever. Oh, she, my God. This was a villain for all of about two episodes who facilitated Spider's exit through one of the, one of the most cringy hostage scenes and pointless and... Yeah, drama for the sake of drama. There were so many things that didn't make that we, sense. We, we saw last year. Like, why is why is her, her number still on your phone, Spider? What are you doing? You're supposed to be undercover somewhere else now. She she had Toya in the van. Didn't manage. She managed to escape somehow. She couldn't even kill Spider properly. And no. Then that was just a silly twist with the bullet point proof <laughs> vest that he was on. Everything about that particular. <sighs> you know, series of scenes with Toya and Spider, I just just gives me the shudders. Is that Maggie's fault? The fact that you didn't remember who she was, but now you do. do and it is the most ineffective. What 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 did she actually achieve? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing, I'm going to say. Also, why is she called Maggie? <laughs> Maggie I think Maggie's I'm a great so name just... for an ineffective villain. But yeah, but if you're like... Maggie's a kind of cosy, lovely sort of name. Maggie's, uh, Maggie shot me. Does that make, does that well, sound right? work for Mr. Burns. True. That's a spoiler. <laughs> Sorry, you spoiler to, for series out, what, six of the Sims and seven. <laughs> yeah, um, Maggie, good good call, Rebecca. Yeah, I, I think that she would definitely be out there. We've, we've got some, of course, there's villains who are supposed to be bigger that we didn't really enjoy so much. You've got the likes of Mason, Damon, for example. Do you think that they're more deserving of, of the grey hoodie than Maggie? I... <sighs> Damon's a tricky one for me because he's been trying to redeem himself. Yeah. And even through last year, he was saying, I'm not a villain, I'm a goodie, Sarah, come on, I've, I've changed. Um, and we did see some, you know, not so good things that he was involved in with the, with the drugs. And um, I, I don't know whether if we gave it to Damon, it just me saying I'm, I wasn't too sold on the Damon story or character. Yeah, I and I was kind of glad when he left. I don't think he... I don't think he um... Deserves to be on her. I think that Kieran Griffiths can do intimidating. Um, he can, you know, he, he he does the job well enough. It's just not the sort of job that I like to watch. Um, and, and Mason, I, I've seen his critics online. I actually do quite enjoy watching Mason. <laughs> I, think, I think that Luca has, you know, for, for a... Yes, maybe they cast him too old. But for, yeah. for, for a, a nasty school bully... In my head, I'm saying, well, yeah, Aidan Critchley, I enjoyed more, and and that's definitely true. But I, I think his kind of smirking, um, yeah, I agree. With you. Uh, his, his ways are, are, are good Flowering. enough to to save him, yeah, from Hormonal from the grey hoodie for me, especially anger. when we've got Maggie as a contender. Um, then you, what what about the likes of say? Um, Aaron, should he be considered here? Is, no. No, why not? I just think it's a different category, isn't it? I don't think it's... Aaron was a difficult one because it was like, you know, was he a villain? Obviously he did something abhorrent, but despite the whole thing, it was supposed to be even supposed good guys can do terrible things. And yes, he, he didn't own up to it after To be it. in the grey hoodie winner. Too grey to be in the yeah, grey hoodie awards. I don't want to get into it anymore. Um... What about then, um, I mean, Henry? Villain? Was he a villain? I mean, st- stealing someone's wife is... he. You can't really steal someone's wife, can you? I'm trying to think Because they have to he, come to you. He was maybe more of a villain last time. He'd changed, hadn't he? He, he was a bit rehabilitated. He, yeah, his personality was definitely different. Hopelessly he he saved the with... rovers, in a way, Gemma didn't he? Gemma is not a crime. 
No, even no. though lots of people say he did, it I mean, be. He, yeah, so <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think I could count him to be honest. Um, Terry, the dog wrestler. Oh yeah, he's pretty crap. Yeah, tell me more. What was? Because I'm thinking I. He didn't fill out the forms correctly. I I think as as somebody who was you know uh, the the actor I can't sorry I don't remember the actor who played Terry I think that he did an all right job of just being yeah horrible chavvy guy down the estate that you want for that sort of role I think he was he was nasty enough he certainly wasn't in any way a deep villain but... nobody talks about how he's single handedly keeping the car air freshener industry alive. By buying tens and tens of those, um, oh yeah, the pine fresh, pine fresh <laughs> to, to hang from the ceiling. Imagine how much that must have really stunk. He was very naughty in what he did with those dogs. But what did he do? He didn't get. Didn't have the license, Jen. We're they, not getting into this. Did they? Every time we bring up Terry, say that he abused them. This. I can't remember. They were in horrible little. They were cages. in a little cage for five. Like. It's because we saw the behind-the-scenes stuff and they can't really do anything horrible to the puppies <laughs> on screen, can they? So he just put them in a too small cage. It was... I, I can't believe out, that they were very nice didn't conditions. Pay, didn't pay council I, th- I think that Evelyn said to... I can't remember whether it was Cassie last week that he had been done for animal cruelty as well. I know, but there was so much scope for them to actually... If they all they had to do was have a little bag, you know, with some sad suggestion of a dead puppy in it and him throw it in the bin oh my god imagine the complaints just imagine but if you're going to do a story about animal cruelty and illegal puppy farming then make you know we spent the whole episode going oh look at those cute puppies i bet you claire spinney's having a time of her life we should have been going that we should have been we should have been going oh my god this guy's a monster i hope that they hope they stab him in the neck i don't want them to (laughs) get the police around i want them to put him in a bag and stick him in the bin um do you see what i mean there's just so much potential to actually make him a villain i think and all again like i said Filling out forms. I'm not a big fan of it, so I can see why he didn't. Um, I've just got a couple of other... <laughs> Blake, the guy who stabbed Alia. I suppose he, you know, he did a fairly good job. She she recovered quite quickly, it's true, so he could have done better. Um, and he was led by Max rather than just having a brain of his own. I, I don't think... I, I think he was more effective than, than Maggie still. Neither of them yeah. are particularly memorable, but, you know, at least he did... Draw a bit of blood. Yeah, when when Maggie was on screen, I just kind of like. <sighs> I was just shaking my head yeah, throughout like... the whole. Can can we give it to Maggie? Can we? Yeah. Ma- Maggie. Maggie, sorry. You got Maggie. you got something from us. You deserve the grey hoodie. Good job, girl. <laughs> oh. Um, Marty Mare next, Gemma. These are up up next to our sexist awards. Yeah. Um, with this is where these this are is... gender stereotype awards. Yes, this is where we are um celebrating um as it were. The, the, what, the naggiest, um, whingiest women of Coronation Street. Sad sometimes sometimes on purpose. And, uh, you know, Corrie's all about strong women. And maybe to be a strong to... woman, sometimes you have to be forceful. But sometimes that comes out as a bit of a nag and a whinge. A man can be a Mardi Mare, though. We could put a man in here. Do you reckon? I think Adam's a bit of a Mardi Mare, isn't he? I, 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 well, he's not on my list of nominations. Out of, out of who we've got, um, anybody particularly... I find this sort of a bit more difficult because I'm thinking, you know, we've got the bog standard sort of 
annual nominees like <laughs> Beth and Leanne. But uh, Leanne's is there not any... been too bad this year because she's not really been in it. You know, she, it was more the beginning of the year for Leanne when she wasn't happy with Damon. Um, you know, getting getting too close to the bistro, and and mm. and Nick knew what a what a nasty piece of work he was, and then when Sam decided to throw Nick out, Leanne was like, "Yeah, Nick, you can go and live somewhere else." Oh but yeah, I I don't a think I don't think that that's enough to um, I don't think that's enough to get that nomination. I I, I think you need to be persistently Mardi. Beth wasn't especially Mardi, although she she had her time when she was split up from Kirk. But I think, you know, I, I don't think that she, 2023 is the Mardi year for her. Lauren. Do you, I think, I think Lauren's quite a strong contender. Do you want to, do you want to well, fight your case there? No doubt something awful will come out about why she's such a Mardi mare and what's going on with her and who her secret boyfriend is and who she's on the phone to and why she desperately trying to get this money, etc. I'm sure that it feels fairly obvious what's going on, but, um... She's just got seems to have a permanent All the time. scowl and a frown on her Even face. when she's out having fun, there's some kind of tragedy behind it. Like, when she was out having drinks the other, you know, in the last episode we watched with Gavin and that. She, even then, she's just miserable. Mm. I, I, I'm not... And, and that makes me hard. That makes it hard for me to really care about what her tragic backstory is, which, like you said, is is clearly coming, and it and seems she, to be fairly obvious what what is what route it's going down. And but she's I like, need gives, to like she her. just gives up too easily. Yeah, and she's such. A, she's just a victim. It's a shame because she started the year quite strong, and I remember when she was together with Max in the flat with Griffin. Everybody, um, she, she, I, I quite, you know, I shipped them. But then mm. she went off to Cornwall, I think it was, and then came back later in the year. And I was a bit surprised to see her again. But she, they, they're just doing the Ian McLeod... Well, he says it's not just him. You know, the Coronation Street thing of let's pour misery on these poor girls until everybody's sick of them whining. We had it <laughs> with Summer last year. <laughs> but even with Summer, she had more going for her to... Like, oh, remember when Summer would, you know, made Did a smile that, with, yeah. with such and such. And I, I really, you know, struggle to, to think what, what that could be for Lauren, apart from I kind of enjoyed her for a bit when she was with Max. Yeah, and I mean, we've... I don't want to elaborate uh, too much and... We've said so many things about Lauren and I... This is hopefully that people listening to this are regular listeners because there's a lot to be said about why Lauren is so miserable and a lot of it is not inside her control and in real life, etc. etc. It's not about that though, is it? No, it's how, how we feel. She's a fictional character, and there have been other fictional characters in the show who I think they're trying to make us think of her as yeah 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 she's like clearly Becky supposed to be yeah, or Gemma you, yeah exactly, exactly. Um, who've had really horrible tragic backstories and we've seen them grow from you know urchin to scallywag to seductress yeah exactly and, and Lauren well, is, maybe not so much maybe, Gemma <laughs> maybe Lauren's on that pathway but at the moment she's just insufferable yeah. I think that um, you just uh, maybe we will end up giving this to, to Lauren but I think that um, I think that Amy could be in with a shout here now I've loved Amy in 2023 but it doesn't mean she hasn't been Mardi she's been she, for very good reason fighting <laughs> her fight against the evil men of Weatherfield she you know when Aaron was um, where, where she she hates the police because the, they wouldn't listen to her about Aaron raping her. Did she have the whole thing where she spiked that guy in the club or enabled him to spike himself? She's been on a campaign this past year, hasn't she? She she's she's yeah okay, but not the, shut up about it. But the difference between her and Lauren is that Lauren's just like oh. 
<sighs> Poor Lauren. Whereas Amy's like, no, I'm going to go to the police and I'm going to tell them what's what. No, I'm going to go to the club and I'm going to spike a guy myself and I'm going to dump him in the woods. But that doesn't mean that she's any less Mardi. We've we've given Mardi Mao, if we've had it before, I don't remember, to the likes of Beth and Michelle before. And yeah, they've but... been just as passionate about what's making them Mardi as Amy has. Yeah, but Amy's doing something. She's not just moaning about it. Yeah, okay, no, fine, fair enough. I, I, I don't particularly want to give it to, to Amy. Um, Carla has had her you know, her Mardi points this year. Carla's so Mardi that she sent her husband on a round-the-world cruise without her. I, I feel bad giving it to her when, you know, she did have those mental health issues at the beginning of the year. I know that many of them were LSD-induced, um, and I do like Carla, and, I, and I'm not a big Lauren fan. So I, I... I mean, at least, again, she's been proactive, though, hasn't she? Because she investigated. She mm. didn't believe it when people tried to fob her off. And she stood up for herself. And she's kind of one of the people that helped bring Stephen down. So What about, like, Nina and or Asher? It feels like if they were to take Nina's... it, it would be a, a double award. No, Nina's far worse than Asher. Go on. Just moping about. She's taking the whole goth thing far too seriously. You're not supposed <laughs> to be miserable. That's just a joke that people make about goths that you don't actually know what being a goth's about. She she has kind of stood back and... She's just with, letting with the whole everything Isla go story. wrong, isn't she? She's just making everything worse for herself by being really clingy. Yeah, she's not really... She could have done more to actually endear herself to Asha. And I know Asha... To, to me, Asha was really quite annoying when she wouldn't start going on about um, <laughs> Isla. But I, I still think that I would have liked to have seen Nina... The, the thing is, she she feels so different to how she used to be. And this isn't the Character Assassination Awards, but I think Nina will surely get a mention there later on when yeah, we get Yeah, definitely, to them. definitely. But it's when I think what Nina has been and, and should be and what Nina stands for, for me, which is standing up for herself, standing up for other people. Yes. and I, Not caring what other people think, you know, not it, taking fools lightly. Again, this is what's happened... This is what Curry does to strong female characters is they give them some trauma and then they make them into moaning victims. Mm. So so you, you don't get this oh, with yeah. male don't get this with male characters. It doesn't seem to happen to them. But you know, Nina had went through all the trauma with Seb and she's not been the same since. Carly can say the same thing about her not being the same since um the factory stuff. Mm. So it's just really unfortunate. Yeah, that that Coronation Street chews them up and spits them out. To me, it feels like it's almost like her hair went blonde, and then she just lost lost her powers. Yeah, but it's it's feeling like Lauren is probably the one that we're going to go for. Would you have any particular reason not to give it to Lauren here? No, I want to give it to Lauren. Okay, okay. Dirty dog next. Should we? Yeah. Just so equality the sexes. So what's this is just, um, I suppose if the, the Mardi Mare epitomises the, the worst stereotypically female traits, then for the boys, we got, these are the guys that just can't drop in their pants. Or yeah. Can't keep, it's, it is, it's the can't keep it in the pants award, yeah. this one, I think, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, who, um, you know, I don't know, any anyone particular that you'd like to go for for this? And I guess you could say, as much as we say that Corrie ruins strong female characters by giving them trauma and then making them into victims... They kind of do the same thing to the men by making them into cheaters. Yeah, no, you're you're right. That that's that 
has been known to happen. It's been known to Once happen. Or twice on Grand I don't think that the nominations are as obvious. Sometimes you do get these these guys that are having an affair for the whole of the year, um, which we haven't had so much of this year, or people that are just moving from woman to woman. That's not when what twenty twenty three has been about. But I think that maybe like Ryan, maybe that's been the closest there's been to an affair, hasn't there? With him supposedly. I don't know, I know he's not, but he's been going are... out with Daisy when, secretly, when, but he's not been cheating on anybody. Wow. Crystal, No, maybe? I know. I was just about to say that, and then you, you did exactly what I was going to say. Some people will say, you're not a cheater if you're not in a relationship, but if you're... Takes two to tango. But I, to me, I think, I always consider you If you know that somebody's in a relationship and you involve yourself in that, in that, with them romantically... I still think of you as being a cheater because you know mm. that there's a relationship that you're breaking up. But um, if you don't know, then that's a completely different thing. And I wouldn't blame anybody who, you know, accidentally yeah. found out that they... Well, I mean, if we're saying that Daniel is... Sorry, if we're saying that Ryan is possibly up for nomination here, then Damon as well, he's been the other man in the Sarah story, wasn't he? He knew that she was not even just going out, but married to Adam, and yet he still pursued her Dead relentlessly, dog. despite the fact that she was saying, no, I'm not interested. Now I know the way she was saying, oh. I'm not interested, oh, <laughs> you know, could have been misinterpreted. Oh, no, but I, I suppose, you know, we've learned about <laughs> consent in the past year, so she was saying no, and yet Damon wouldn't let her go. Um, but yeah, he wasn't cheating on anyone, but he, he couldn't keep it in his pants. Who, out of the two of those, and there are other nominees, who well, would you le- prefer less, to see Lisa, it go to? Lisa. Lisa, yeah. And she they, suggested Damon, I didn't say she? donated him, no. She donated him to our nominations yeah. list. Um, would do, uh, who's worse out of those two? Out of who? Damon and Ryan. I'd like to say Damon, just because Dirty Dog carries with it the kind of not very sleazy. nice, sleazy, and 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 Ryan just seems or, confused. He is lamb. confused and misguided, and he is a goodie, I suppose. Yeah. Whereas Damon, and it's just a bit sad, supposed, isn't it? And yeah. You feel like sorry. Oh, oh. Yeah, oh so Daisy, just ki- give him a kiss. Any anyone anyone you think that deserves it over him though? Aaron, maybe. He. What did he do? Rape Tammy. I know, but that's not... This isn't the... This, this is supposed to be humorous. Stop bringing... But it's, he couldn't keep it in his pants. No, I she don't... She was saying don't, no. I don't think... No, I don't think it's appropriate at all. This is like... No. Okay. It's like It's like bringing a, a machete to a, a water fight, isn't it? It's not appropriate. You're <laughs> <laughs> just up in the ante. Well, would you say the same for... for, um, for... <laughs> There's like Mike at the beginning of the year who we found out had been having an affair. Not only had he had an oh, affair yeah. from what was mm. his what was his lady called? Uh, Penelope. No, I don't think so. Gina. Um, he'd been having it off with somebody in the past and yeah. had fathered a daughter. Yeah. He had a secret daughter. Ruth was it? Mike and Ruth. Maybe. Maybe. It was too long ago. It's like twelve months ago now. So he had been a dirty dog and been hiding it from his wife all that time. Yeah, but everyone's been a dirty dog in this show. You can't convict him for past crimes. We, we didn't see him dirtying or dogging, did he, we? He perved up <laughs> Summer, though, didn't he? Yeah, he did perv up Summer. We were we were thinking that maybe it was going to go more down that route, but the story was brought to somewhat of an abrupt halt before I think we perving is different from dirty dogging. 
Okay, okay. Rufus, he was seeing Cool Girls when he was married oh, to, to Mrs. Rufus. Yeah, that's Mrs. Donahue. That's very bad. Lou. Naughty. Um, we didn't really see that. that they, but but, there was a bit of yeah. a thing made from it when Stephen was using it to blackmail him when he found out about And how much do we his, really uh, care? time callers. Yeah. I think a dirty dog, to me, in Corrie, is more like, oh, I can't believe it. Mm-hmm. And also, you've you got to know both the you know the the both people in the in the relationship so you can say oh poor you know mm. poor mrs rufus I, was like, I don't care so would you say that i know she was in it briefly would you say that for the part he played in splitting up Corey's best marriage the favorite couple sarah and adam who everybody always remembered were married and never actually forgot that did they does damon deserve to take home the dirty dog award what he- about daniel what did he do? Daniel. Um, You've written him down. I have written him down. Do you, um, <laughs> I don't remember. He's done so many things, it's hard to remember what he's done. He bonked Bethany on New Year's Eve, didn't he? He wasn't cheating on anybody. Uh, but, hello, friend that I haven't seen for three or four years. Anyway, up to the bedroom with you. Do you know what, though? In that situation... What? Anyone think... would have done it. No, no, I'm just thinking, I don't know whether Bethany was worse... Like she took rubbing, advantage of really him rubbing a... Daisy's nose in it loads and like flaunting herself in her towel. Oh yeah, she did. <laughs> Why but... would you answer the door with a towel on? She didn't. Some some you know. I can't remember. What some people are very confident in their in their bodies. Maybe she was writing a piece for um, Cosmopolitan about of... freeing yourself of of Christian shame. All of, all of the other flaunting <laughs> and bitching and cattiness that we had between her and Daisy didn't technically take place in 2023, no, did it? No, it didn't count. So, I, so even if we Bethany were up for consideration here, I don't think she would really count. But yeah, Daniel, just the fact that he took her straight to bed, but that, I'm, I'm going to put that more on the script writers of having some kind of explosive bang for literally oh, yeah. for New Year's Eve. Than, than I really think... On Daniel. I'm, I'm thinking Who are we that, thinking? I'm thinking that Damon is probably... Yeah. The dirtiest of them all. Yeah. Here. Yeah, he's and, a villain. Yeah, and he's not afraid to get his hands dirty, is he, with his uh, with his villainous past? So okay, so we got Margie Mayer was Lauren, Dirty Dog Damon. What um, a great couple they'd make. Okay, um, next up we have got the Give Over Award, and this is what we, where we kind of look at things that happen. So it's not characters. This is things that happened on Coronation Street that when we were watching it, we get, oh come on, you expect uh, really? Yeah. You, that that's not very real. And there is a level of suspension of disbelief, of course, with any drama, soap in particular. Um, But these are the ones where we go, come on, that wouldn't happen. um, I mean, there there are so many things, it's like become a stereotype where people overhearing stuff, people saying, no, let me tell you before you tell me. Yeah, I I mean, I I don't think, I think those are just, we accept them, don't we? As, As annoying as they are, some people who happen to be coincidentally there to overhear things is just something we have to put up with and accept now. Like the fact that Tim and, Tim was there at the canal when Stephen was... Oh, I don't... Mm. Well, it's a, it's a soap coincidence, isn't it? Are that just yeah, part of... Yeah, but... Oh, I, I think I that, that, was, like that really, really wound but, me but up. But it wasn't just that. There were other things like the, you know, the, the phone ringtone. It felt like there was... There were, they built lots of things into those two where if, that it was inevitable that there was going to be a showdown. Uh, some, as something... Some as some... A scene that was so key in... 
the beginning of the end for Stephen, the moment where Tim finally realises, hang on a minute, there's something dodgy going on at that hotel. The fact that it just really came out of nowhere at the end of an episode, he'd been with Daisy and the, sorry, with Jenny and the Rovers, sneaks out and Tim just, the, the usual coincidental overhearings, at least, you know, you might expect them to be in that house or that street perhaps. But this was, yeah, Tim just happened to be by this canal in the back end of nowhere in Weatherfield. And of course, his phone just happened to go off. That that really, really irked me, actually. And I think that, despite what I said earlier, that, for me, was quite a strong contender. Well, there's other things that are necessary artefacts of the fact it's a soap. Mm. like the fact that Michelle never visited Ryan because they couldn't get Yeah, no, I, 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 that, that's that's worth a mention, but I don't think it's the biggest giveover or, here because we understand why that happened. Or the fact that Cassie was actually still alive, even though Evelyn told everybody that she was dead. Mm. That is just a soapy retcon. Yeah, I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of other things that really irked me by how... Much we, I was like, oh, go on, okay. give over. Like, it, it, it made me indignant. Yeah. I think that one of them happened quite earlier in the year when Joseph gets sent oh, home yeah. from school for using British Sign Language in his class because apparently his teacher thought that he was making rude gestures. That that really got my goat. And in fact, I'd like to quite, I'd quite like to tie that in with the whole protest that went on afterwards where, was yeah. it Bernie and Evelyn locked themselves in the classroom and the teacher couldn't get in? The and then they were left. In. Oh yeah, that's right. The teacher locked them in, and then sit there. Then you can. And didn't didn't she leave them there yeah. overnight? Yeah, yeah. That was odd. You know, I, I do like. I don't mean all... involved in that, or am I? No, I don't think so. Okay. I I don't like how teachers are often portrayed in schools anyway, and that was a primary school teacher, which in, is what in I Corrie. am in Coronation Street. Yeah, of course. Do you don't know um, like how teachers are portrayed in schools. It's just just generally. Um, no, in Coronation Street, but that for me was like, oh come on. I, yeah, there's baffling. no way baffling. a child who is known to have deaf siblings would be sent home without no. seemingly any form of school-based trial for making for for making a been... gesture. Even if it had been a rude gesture, an intentional rude gesture, I don't but think then, he would have been sent home. Yeah, I know, but then it wouldn't have been the BSL. It would have been the fact he did a rude gesture. Yeah. So so. I think I, I'm not remembering this incorrectly. They did actually say it was because he was doing sign language. Because there's a difference between a child using sign language and a child maliciously communicating in a disruptive manner. And that the latter is a bit more, you know, serious. But the former is like, what, you can't send a kid home for speaking a different language or I using don't, a I different... I don't remember the exact details, but I but wh- whichever way, it was that silly. really, really got my back And it undermines, and then... again, it's one of those things that undermines schools and makes teachers look stupid. Yeah, and, and the teacher locking, locking them in. Yes, wasn't it funny? What if a character's got locked in the school over... But no, the that, thing is, that really was a give-over moment. The thing is about, about, it kind of irks me, is that I feel as though Coronation Street is a very liberal kind of you know it, of course it is it's a very liberal soap it's um it t- to me it, sh- it it should be supporting teachers not you know it's not it's not their job to you know make everyone like propaganda for teachers but as far as i think liberal people tend to value and understand education and and understand the challenges mm. especially it's under now this government just underfunding everything you'd think when they're when 
it's in such a, a terrible state that they would try to at least do no harm to the the profession. Tell you what, which I think is such those, a bloody what? I think those scenes on Coronation Street at the beginning of the year with the final straw and it was one man just go on and strike. Went on strike, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but you see what I mean? I'm not like I don't I don't think I don't think that anyone's got a responsibility to 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 teaching like Coronation Street doesn't. But think about, for example, how they treat doctors. They have they had this really horrible villainous doctor. The surgeon, Mr. Who, Thorne. Mr. Thorne, but they've also got Dr. Gaddis, and they've got uh, they balance it out. They've never balanced teachers out. I, I mean, don't the, know. the Crawshaw's best. Crawshaw's not just too a, bad. Yeah, but she she's just not bad. She's not good though, is she? Mm. She and she she. I mean, uh, you can add this to the list of Bobbin stuff. The fact that she investigated the bullying incident that happened right in front of her by asking everybody what happened and demanding that they tell her individually and then taking somebody else's word for what happened that wasn't even <laughs> being questioned about it and then just saying, okay, well, and if you say Mason... 2024, Gemma. She knows Mason... Hold it, hold right. next She year. knows that Mason's a wrong in and she's like, okay, whatever you say, right, you're in detention then. Mm. Um, we've got a couple of listener suggestions that I think is worth discussing so jack suggested craig secondment to cid yeah that was well yeah i I think that's a bit like kicking a puppy isn't it it's like that's kind let's not let's not be too mean let's not be too mean i think you know craig is supposed to be an effective police officer but i don't think for most viewers um that was a the best of moves I i don't really get why it happened i suppose it was so that he could be investigating the 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 Stephen at some points, but I guess that you know anyone can have a shot at CID, and at least I suppose the biggest um, give over of them all would have been if they'd have decided to keep him on as a detective, and the fact that they didn't means that I think he's narrowly avoided getting the give over award there. And we also had uh, Lisa suggesting the whole Jenny and Daisy stealing Stephen's money, and and I'd like to tie that in with. Um, well, she, she said that the scene where Audrey is really protective of this diary of Stephen's and then she decides to throw it away right in front of Daisy, despite knowing that Daisy wanted it. Yeah, and then hard. I'd also add on to that Daisy managing to guess Stephen's password by finding a postcard with, with yes! the name of the place on. That whole That's little odd. sequence there was I've very got... convenient for them being able to take the rovers by New Year's Eve. I've got dozens of postcards, none of which contain any kind of password information. Mm. Um, so that that's a bad one for me. I, um, it really wound me up when Gabrielle recognised... I mean, Elena recognised Gabrielle from a split second of Stephen yeah. talking to her on the laptop and slamming it down. Like, yeah. how does and, she... And she just had a... Had a, had a little look at the photo, a family photo. Yeah, and she's like, oh my God, it's the same, how, no way. That didn't wind me up so so much as some of the others. I was like, oh, okay, fine. That's one of those like, well, you know, that's got to happen for the story to progress. So, yeah. it, it didn't irk me quite so much. Um, same with things like uh, Leo's hand going green when he was dug off. That's just kind of funny. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I've not seen very many... Some might say if any bodies in a, a state of decay that Leo was supposedly be in after nearly, what, 10 months was it underground? I don't believe that they would look quite that shade of green. 
but I think you know it, it that made us laugh more and it's like oh whatever that's kind of here's Leo's hand I, I don't think that deserves actually winning I mean something along the Stephen storyline that may be worth a shout out I don't think it'll get the award but the fact that Nipper Snapper was so successful despite being somewhat of a pants idea and and that was a long story that and was a whole lot many months and, of give over and such an easy idea to steal as well why would anyone give you money for that idea making some a, a jumper with a slogan and then a child's jumper with a kind of identical corresponding, or corresponding like, slogan i just steal yeah. your idea you don't own the copyright for this idea yeah i, I feel uh, that the almost phrases were all all like common phrases mm, that one kind of goes in there with with Craig's comment to CID for me, that it didn't make me go, what, how ridiculous, but more like, a, oh, come on, really? Oh, right. Okay, then, if it if it serves the purpose of the plot. I mean, I suppose if it was easy enough to come up with internationally successful branding ideas for clothes... I know. ...then everyone be will be it, doing yeah. it, and you wouldn't be a scriptwriter on Coronation Street yes. if, if that tickled your fancy. So I, I'd, I'd like to give that one a shout-out, but by no means do I think that that should get the nomination. What about when Spider went, oh, I've got a bulletproof vest on? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, Maggie has already got an award this evening, yeah. but that particular moment, we, we were just watching that whole episode of Spider and Toy Girl. What is, what is this? But the fact that they had a moment where they could have they could have rescued it by having the gunshot and something quite exciting happened, but then the camera cuts back to Spider's like, I'm all right, really? I've got a bulletproof vest on. I was like, oh, like, dear me. Yeah, I think I remember at the time being a bit baffled as to why and how he was wearing it and why he thought to put it on. And But hey, it's water under the bridge. He's very safety conscious. My, that, that's all I'm going to say. We haven't even mentioned the one I want to win. What? Yeah, which is the whole thing with Peter leaving. Yeah. That, that was like almost offensively bad as to, to how preposterous the whole thing was. It came, it cut, they tried to make it, you, you know, he was um, unhappy with his life and... He killed someone. Looking at, looking at Hayes' he looked at travel, Hayes adverts. travel adverts. And they're very persuasive they because really they are. have some fantastic deals yeah. on, on, on travel But just the idea the that Carla's like, oh, you should go, go away and, and like, because you're alcoholism, I'm worried about you. Like, go on a boat with a bunch of blokes with nothing to do all night long and nowhere to be. And you won't be tempted to start becoming an alcoholic. This, what are you talking about? This was a relationship that we were led to believe was pretty solid. And actually, compared to some of the fl- the flimsier um, marriages, like Gary and Maria, Adam and Sarah, who I don't think there's loads of people clamouring to say, oh, they're my favourite married couple on Corrie at the moment. There were actually an awful lot of Carla and Peter supporters for good reason. They they had great chemistry together. Chris and Ali worked fantastically in scenes. And the idea that he would just say, I think I want to go, she's like, go on then. Yes, they had a bit of a fallout for it, but it was over far too quickly on and that then, Boxing Day episode. Yes, and then all that nonsense about don't contact me mm, because yeah, I'll change my mind. Ties. About what, though? About what? I don't get it. I don't get it. Why couldn't you stay together and be like, oh, Peter sent me a postcard. Don't look at it, though. It's my password. I don't think... I don't think that one bothers me oh, as really much as some of the others me. because I'm thinking, look, Chris Gascoigne had to leave. Yes. This is, they weren't going to do the same as they did for 
Haley and Roy, where you know they had to kill off Haley because she certainly wouldn't leave. They, I mean, they could, they could have killed. They could have killed off Peter with Stephen. They could have sent him to jail, but I think they kind of want to hang on to the possibility that Chris is going to come back again. I, but that was, an, that was, to me, that was a necessity of the actor deciding that he wanted to move on. Whereas some of the things that proper got my goat, like Joseph being sent home from school, the the, <laughs> the I suppose the bulletproof vest, um, the the whole guessing password with Daisy there could probably have been a better way for that to have happened and they didn't need to they didn't need to go down the the story they made a conscious choice to have that happen to joseph they didn't really need to no i'm not going to sway from this because they they could have written it in uh, many different ways they decided to break them up in in the span of a, an episode and and the no, I'm not going to back down. It's it was the worst. It was the silliest storyline of the year. We sometimes had it's ties bad. for these before. It's really bad to treat such legacy characters in that way, and you know they've got a big fan base. Kyler and Peter do. Mm. I would be furious if I was if I was. Um, Okay, look, I'll give I'll give it to Peter's exit award if you like, as long as you agree that if we get into the situation later on in the in the show, you might you might throw me a bone and let me have my pick. All but right. I'm certainly going to give Joseph's sign language um, exclusion a big big shout out and an honourable mention. You can't here. even get kids kicked out of school for like smacking teachers around these days, let alone <laughs> doing sign language. Um, okay. Um, can do something. So this is this is probably one of our most positive of the Bobbins Awards, isn't it? This is where we take a look at just the characters we want to see more of because it felt like they were sitting on their bums all year, not really doing anything. And it's like a come on, let's hope you have a story this year. Get your get your ass in we gear. We want you to do character. More. Character. Yeah. This isn't all sometimes it's the actors who don't want to you know, I mean maybe well, want on, to have a quiet know. year. Sometimes it's the fact that they're just, you know, they're the 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 Ian McLeod or whoever isn't inspired to give them. There's many reasons why well, characters don't have as high an episode count as some of those main ones. But... We would hope that this is not down to any kind of unpleasant reason that we don't know about. No, but it doesn't matter. What we're not doing in this award is saying this is rubbish that they weren't in it this year. This is more of the we want them to do something. Is there anybody particular that you'd like to see? Apart, you know, Toya's obviously going to go there. You're always going to go for our Toya. Stop me from saying Toya. <laughs> can read your mind. Toya and Abby, more of those, more of them too. Uh, I think I can't remember who won this last year. Maybe to a be bit honest. more Shona. Yeah, I mean Shona. You know, Julia Goulding had a baby this year, didn't she? She had world's shortest maternity leave um, for six weeks, I think it was. But I, I really. I, 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 yes, I'd obviously love to see more Toya. Yes, I'd love to see more Abby. I was expecting to probably see more a bit, bit more of Abby this year than we got. It's, it feels like it's been a very long time since she's had a, a big meaty story to get her teeth into. It's been you know a year and a half at least. And as one of Corrie's premier top best actresses, it's clear, isn't it, everybody? I, I was quite surprised that she didn't have very much to do at all in 2023. So, yes, obviously I'd like to see more of her. Shona, I'm still still waiting for her to get her big, big break of a story. And I, I think that Julia Golding is absolutely fantastic. And I'd rather, in a way, wish an epic story on her 
than Abby and Toya, who have at least had epic stories in the fairly recent past, you know? Yeah. With the, with the, with the whole, the, you know, they had the, the, the love triangle thing with Imran, Shona. I couldn't tell you when the last time she had her big soap magazine cover story. Um, I mean, they're not the only ones. They're ones that are personal to us. I'd, I'd, I'd like to see more of um, David. And, and listener Lisa said the same thing. He's been criminally underused in recent years, considering he used to be, you know, in the early days of the podcast, the big name, the, the main male character of the show, Jack P. Shepard, again, clearly one of the most talented um, cast members in terms of, of, of actors. He can do so much, and they're basically just kind of sidelining him to somebody who makes snarky remarks. Snarky in the snarks. in the last couple of years, they gave him a few touching scenes with Max, like when Max refused to come out of prison. But I'd I'd like to go. I'd like to this year to be a return to a big big David story. I mean, they've not even really used him very much in Paul's exit, have they? They remember every couple of months. Oh yeah, they used to be friends, but then they're not even they're not even shoved him in there. Um, I want to see more Debbie. Yes. Love her. She's always one that's never quite got there. She's she, not got a story. No, and I think... Well, I mean, she did. She had the... She was involved in with the insider trading. I've been, you know, quite surprised how much we've seen of Ronnie in the second half of this year, oh. thanks to the Ed story, which I can't believe we haven't mentioned it yet. Um, but, yeah, Deb, Debbie is one who feels to me like could absolutely handle a big A-level story, but I, I don't... A tier story, should I say? But she's never been given the chance, and maybe it's just a case of you know maybe Sue Devaney doesn't want that. Maybe or Coronation Street doesn't seem to be rushing towards putting the characters or the actors of her age at the forefront of the big stories. They're really pushing the youth at the moment, aren't they? But Debbie, absolutely, I'd go for Debbie. Um, I'd like to see maybe Eileen. I don't need to see her being the big story, but she was only in 39 episodes in 2023, and I'd like to see a, a bit more of a renaissance for her. I just, I don't know what it'd look like. I kind of like her and George together, but that whole family unit at number 11, I don't know, it doesn't feel like a family. It feels like a place where sometimes story-related scenes happen. Yeah, that's uh, true. Un- unlike number 9, with Tyrone and the, and the girls and Evelyn and Cassie, which feels like much more like a family unit. Um, I mean, Tracy, I would say, if it weren't for the fact that it's clearly building up to something with her and Tommy Orpington. Um, Lisa has suggested Gail. Would you be interested in seeing like, one more shot for a, a big story for Gail? No. Or is it, are we past that now? I don't. I can't imagine what they give her. I think it would just be plat-related, and it would just be, oh, my kids are rubbish. We've seen that story so many times. Gail and Audrey being betrayed by their children and grandchildren. I just, it can't. The characters turned have been turned into so much of a joke now. I, I literally can't imagine how a serious story for Gail would work. We had we had Audrey back with a bit more of a story this year, didn't we? Because of Stephen and over the past few years, we've had more of her dementia. And then there was obviously the the the, the suicide attempt a few years ago. But I, I can't see. Yeah, why they get? I can't see how a get a serious Gale story would work, other than she's got a horrible disease, and I don't really fancy no, don't watching that. that. To be honest, <sighs> I, well, I, I mean, we never talked about it in the 
in the storyline thing, but the fact that how quickly Audrey got over Stephen being killed by Peter when everyone was like, basically they just told her to pull her socks up and she went okay then, and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> that was a bit silly. Yeah, that, you're right. <laughs> she did change her mind somewhat easily, didn't she? Um, Todd, uh, Rebecca yeah, wants Rebecca more Todd. Rebecca suggested Todd. Todd. I, I wouldn't say that this was a really quiet year for Todd. Obviously the... The, the two gay dads of Billy and Paul have been the heavier focus, but Todd's Todd's had his part to play in that. Plus, he got his story with George and the rest easy, which you know that was a that was mm. a fairly. I think we'll, I think there'll be more to say about the rest easy story later, but I wouldn't say that Todd has been underused so much that he should be taking home this Can Do Something Award today. Personal feelings aside, as difficult as it can be. I, I just don't I don't think that genuinely there is anybody that I'd like to see more have a story this year than than Toya, Shona and Abby. And and my vote would probably go honestly to Shona only because it feels like it's been so long since she's had a big one. And I think we probably will get something with Abby. I'm not sure about Toya. I, I really, really don't know. I think that character has been really cast adrift since Imran died, since since Spider left. I don't know what a big story for Toya would look like because who are her links on the street other than Leanne? To Toya, but it was um, nothing nice. But but I'd like to have the Platts I, I want a more of a Platt centric story. If Shona could be the you know, the the catalyst for that or the, the character around which the Platts get their Know, put thrown back into the spotlight again, then then all for the better. As long as it doesn't involve Clayton. Is my, no, I, yeah, you're right. I don't need to see Clayton. When's he supposed to be out again? I don't know. As long as it doesn't involve Shona and David splitting up. Oh yeah, no. If putting Shona at the forefront of Coronation Street in 2024 means that she and him have anything even resembling a marriage wobble, sorry, I don't want to know. But, yeah, we but, don't want to know. But uh, so uh, could. Would you be happy for Shona That's to take yeah. this one? Yeah. Fine. Okay. The build-up to Nout Award. <laughs> I love that. Another story one, a bit like our um, Give Over Award. But this is the award for um, stories that didn't fulfil their potential, shall we say? Is that the nicest way to put it? Stories where we felt that something bigger than actually happened ha- would happen? Yeah. Stories um, that went nowhere. Stories that went nowhere, or at least didn't go as far as we were expecting them to. Yeah, I mean, some of this is on us, isn't it? And It's not our fault if Curry likes to raise our expectations by promoting their show so well. Well, <clears throat> this is this is also like the fans built this up to something that it wasn't. In some places, yes, it is. In other places, I'm sorry, the story just drops off a cliff and it feels like they're hoping that we forgot it ever happened. Yeah. We don't. No, I'm, I, I do, and when I say I do fans, I mean for, us. I do often forget things, actually. I'm getting terrible about that. I think the time... I know. I think probably one of the biggest ones, really, because and this probably is us building it up, is that trading sequence of Peter's at the beginning of the year. We had our hearts set on this bargy-to-bike story lasting 12 months. And yeah, we, were we gonna, really were. They, and it was an easy win. And what happened with the bike in the end? Paul was on it, and then it got... Carla could have still hit Paul 
walking across the road. You didn't need to be sitting on a motorbike no. for that to happen. No, of course um, not. It just um, made so much sense to me to have throughout the year just seeing Peter trading up to it. But in the end, what happened? I can't even remember what he traded for the bike in the end, but it was some minuscule thing he, he manages to get because the woman's uh, hacked off at her husband yeah. cheating on her That's or something. That's kind of... That doesn't feel like... That feels like a loophole. Yeah. Uh, also, they could have... It could have ended with him swapping his bike for, like, a, a ticket. To, yeah. To or off. he could have just rode his bike off into the distance. I mean, Flipping it fights itself, doesn't it? It really fights itself. They must have known I, at this stage of the year that, that Peter was, was going to leave. Oh, I would have thought so. I would have thought so. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't know whether this is one that sticks out for me but I don't know whether we can give it to it just because Corrie didn't really build it up no, they, they had a really smart idea for what could have been a great story but they never said this is going to be a big Peter story I mean it was it was fine for what happened wasn't it mm. it just it could have Some, something for me that was made out to be big and then it just went nah was the Rovers the Rover's store selling story. I don't know if you can write this one off yet because I think there's more to come. Oh, there is more to come. But the whole fact that, oh no, the, the Rover's is financially struggling. Yeah, we yeah. can't keep it. We can't afford to keep it. We're going to have to rely on Henry to bail us out. And then, oh no, now the Rover's is closed. It's been boarded off. Well, it's going to be redone by Waterford's. Oh no, now it's going to be turned into flats and then just turned into, nah. We'll just, nah. we'll just have Jenny and Daisy buy it with some ill-gotten gains and then put it pretty much back to normal. And know. while it was closed, what difference did it make? Nobody was going, oh, I missed the row. Not very much. I mean, sometimes they've paid lip service to it, but there, it didn't seem to have a huge effect on the community at all. All the people that lost their jobs, they were fine. It was literally well, just a couple of months <clears> where they didn't have to bother thinking about showing Rover's scenes. Yeah, but it does not reset though, has it? Because now... Jenny and Jenny and Daisy are there, but they're in peril. We know that we know that they're going to get caught out. Peril as in way. because of the way that they've got their money. Yeah, I really hope so. They'd better do. I mean, they're they're not alluding to that yet. There's no snifter of the fact that they're going to get caught, but surely soap justice will catch up with them. And again, surely there's going to be some fallout between Jenny and Jenny and Daisy now that uh, Daisy's got more of a financial stake in it. Um, but I don't know that. I think the 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 size of the the rover's return being sold just for it to turn into no, it's not much at the end. To me, makes it a fairly strong contender. If you, is there anything else that you would suggest? I think it's um, kind of funny the way that Mason just hit Eliza with a car, and no one oh, yeah. cares. <laughs> Not necessarily a build-up. It just kind of happened. And then there was... It was a few weeks later that we saw him discussing with, with his fellow teens, oh, that was me that hit that girl. But that, Is he ever going to be co- held accountable for his crimes against humanity? That was an odd one to drop in. And it feels like it will be resolved at some point, which is why I'm not sure it's the best for this build-up to now. But it was, a, it was an odd... Thing to just drop oh. in there and then seemingly forget about. When we had like the friends reunion, the friends uh, for the twenty first century, where we had um, Amy, Aaron, Summer, and Jacob all in as the flatmates, and we're like, oh, and they're putting it on social media, like, oh, yeah. look at us all together, and it 
It did really feel like they were onto something with that. That that was kind of built up towards the tail end of twenty twenty two, I think. But going into twenty three, we were thinking, oh, the, yeah, this is the new new guys, the new friends. They're they're together in Toya and Imran's old flat. This is going to be the new student hub, if you like, this of could, Coronation that Street. That could have been really good. And obviously, they it wasn't really a build up to now because it set up what happened to Amy and and um, mm, Amy and Aaron. Aaron. That I don't think that could have happened without. That, that situation but then they just went oh should we just should we just not do it then should, mm. we, should we all just well out? Jacob was gone within what five six weeks of last year uh, and then just as the months went on the couple of months went on you had various reasons for characters not being able to stay there anymore like didn't Summer go back to Billy I can't remember whether it was because of Paul or whether it's because she couldn't afford it but they they certainly built that up a bit like Dee Dee and Alia being new I don't know, oh, yeah. ace detectives or, or whatever. Crime-fighting Yeah, team extraordinaire. That nothing happened there and they made a big thing of this. That, yeah, that was that was a fairly built, fairly missed opportunity. Not not huge. I don't, I, I don't know whether <clears throat> that should get there or not. I, I think that something that was a term that kept on being referred to for months on end and literally nothing has come out of it, late licence. Need I say more? Oh, yeah. That was a... Yeah. What happened with that? It felt like the story was, will they get a late licence? Oh, we need Damon to help us. And I I get that... He was super into it, wasn't he? Yeah, I get that they needed to suggest, you know, is Damon dodgy? Has he changed? Can he be relied on? Do we want him to have a finger in the bistro pie? We need there to be something that he's helpful for. But I would have preferred that the thing that he was responsible for bringing about in the bistro had had any, you know, um, any impact impact whatsoever. (laughs) Yeah, and everyone was like, oh no, don't have a late license, it's going to ruin the street. Oh, it did, didn't it? Yeah, like Gail wasn't happy about it. I can't be having this. Oh, it's (laughs) terrible. And then they've done it. I suppose that's for like real life though. Like, there's always somebody, something that somebody's frothing at the mouth about in the, Turns, the Echo or something. And it's actually fine. And it's like, yeah. It I think really... maybe the story was, wasn't it Sarah was trying to um, not, or was it, it, somebody was trying to fight against they were trying it. trying to I, I don't remember. But that, that was a bit of a flub, wasn't it? So was you know, the scaffolding, obviously. That it feels a, feels like yeah, so long ago the, now. The scaffolding, I think, is is a very strong contender because we were like, oh, why have they why have they left the scaffolding on? I can't. There's going to be some reason. They 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 had an idea, and then they have they haven't been able to do it. I think that I really genuinely think there was something planned for that. I think there was absolutely something. There had to have been something. Simon planned. Gregson hurt his foot, didn't he? Around he that hurt time, his foot, and he couldn't there do. There was there was big fallouts with. Um, with the Barlows and um, Ed and Aggie, and then uh, one day it was just taken down. Nothing came of it. I, I haven't listened back to last year's Bobbins Awards. It's quite possible we gave the scaffolding the Bobbins Award for Build Up to Now last year, but maybe we would have said, but at least something will happen in 2023. That was literally nothing. My amazing, even if I do say so myself, idea of getting Stephen to scale the scaffolding to climb into yeah. um, Teddy's bedroom at the Rovers absolutely nothing came of that. It's a little bit like the um, the ring doorbell that the McDonald's have got. Yeah. Nothing What's... has been made of that so far. Nobody's been secretly spied upon. They used it for something. Like, it wasn't very... No, there, there wasn't very much. Um, Listener Jack has suggested Beth and Kirk's split as being a bit of a build-up to an out-and-a-bobbin story, and I wouldn't say no to that. Mm. Uh, the, the problem with that is... Like, I don't really care if they're together. Don't really care That's if they're it's... apart. Bobbins, though, isn't it? That's yeah. 
That's why you should get the award because it's like, okay, but what? I don't care. So what? Did Kirk split up with Beth because about she slapped slap Hope? And lied about it. I get that he'd be, you know, miffed off at her about that. But maybe a, a clean split was a bit out of character. But then going from that to... Did it have any impact on them? Not really. They He just slept on Tyrone's sofa for a bit and then they were back together again a few months later. I don't know what the out could have been. We're saying it was an out. What would the out have been? I, I don't know because they're not big characters. But that felt like it was something that could have been more, even if, because I don't really like the characters... I probably wouldn't have wanted to see what it had been building up to, you know? Yeah, yeah, I um, agree. I'll I tell you one thing. Um, Darian. Oh, Darian, gosh. Darian. Yeah, and his brother. Yeah. we. I well, I said that uh, that was a lock-in. That was guaranteed a bit of emotional manipulation and pulling on the old heartstrings that we'd see in 2023, Darian being reunited with his brother. But what did no, we get? we didn't get... We, he went to He's Nottingham. somewhere else. He's in Nottingham, that's right. Your princess I'm go is and, in another castle. Yeah, basically. And then... He, he left. Yeah. He was like, he was he was a necessary victim, I suppose, in Max's becoming a racist, a white supremacist. White but supremacist? A, white supremacist, sorry. <laughs> but he was actually a nice character, and I think he was... We didn't get any closure for that storyline. No. I don't understand. Apart from, don't worry, you probably meet your brother. Good luck. We don't. We still don't know. Did he meet his brother? It would have been nice to have been told. Mm. Maybe we did get told, and we missed it. But I mean, how hard would it have been to have hired somebody to be his brother? Yeah, no, and, no, and come I in agree. and go, Darian. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you're you're alive and you're ha- you're fine. Mm. They just we, didn't want to invest in that character. It would be like watching, you know, those like videos where they have the sad puppies. Like oh, we found a sad puppy in, on the side of the road, and it needed rescuing, but. We couldn't stop because we had to go to McDonald's. I suppose, you know, an equivalent <laughs> that they fine, had yeah. with the puppies recently is we didn't see them go to a lovely forever home. I think they <laughs> all just, just got drowned in the bag. We just assumed that Cassie, you know, she, she shit them off in there. Okay. The RSPCA lady's like, we haven't got any room for these. <laughs> um, I'd also like to, uh, into the ring, throw the hat of Brian and Mary's romance that was teased a few points on and off through the year. I think that even in like the Ian McLeod previews of 23, he might have mentioned, oh, watch out for Brian and Mary. We're going to have a bit of a romance going there. Yeah. But it was nothing. They had the the Roxana review. I can't remember whether that was the end of 22 or early 23. The, the play that um, oh, yeah. Mary was in that Brian had written a bad review of. I think it was this year that she found out that it had been him that wrote it. I, I, it, I might be completely wrong. I don't know. Um, but then the whole point of the Isabella storyline to me felt like it was a way of getting them together. And Make when them they realised they yeah. had feelings. Well, when they got rid of Isabella, it was Mary saying, oh, well, you can't stay here anymore, Isabella, because Brian and I, we're in love and we're inseparable. And Brian, you could see, he was like, yeah, I really do love you. But Mary clearly doesn't feel that. But the, the next stage, logically, in a plot is for her to realise her true feelings, or at least for him to accept the fact that she doesn't feel the same way about him but there's been nothing i suppose the thing that would be stopping me from giving this one the award is i'm not really interested in brian and mary getting (laughs) together there's possible potential but i don't want to take the risk because it could also go terribly wrong because i don't really enjoy watching mary and even brian sometimes um isn't one of my favorite characters um what else was there um, little big shots. Is that a build up to now? 
We got that terrible performance, didn't we? We got the terrible performance at the Christmas uh, thing with with Paul recently, watching on in his wheelchair. We got... We got there was a, there was a performance in the summer. You remember the episode when Cassie came back and she was there skulking around at the back, and then she told Tyrone at the end of it, "I'm your mum." But giving Glenda this business, saying that you know, let's train up the stars of tomorrow mm. on the street for the odd scene here and there, it felt like going into twenty three, saying, "What should we do with Georgie Prenger? What story should we give her? She can sing. Should we? Yeah, let's give her this." And there's a bit again. What do I want to see come out of this? I don't but, really know. A story for Glenda, maybe. There was such a big insinuation when she took this job on that it was some kind of scam because that, that her friend was a bit oh, weird. Yeah, yeah. She, she was. I can't, who was it that played the friend? I don't well, remember she was what a, her name. A big a famous musical lady who played West End uh, star. Yeah. And everyone's going, oh, it's a big deal, this is a big deal. You're right, it did feel like it was a scam and everything is kind of okay now. I don't think the numbers are, are great and it does seem like probably about 75% of the members of Little Big Shots are made up of children of her neighbours. So maybe they're just putting her, putting their kids into the group to be nice to their local bar uh, barmaid. But I, I don't know what I wanted that storyline to be apart from something for Glenda to do because we're still waiting for her to have a big dramatic story if if she's indeed going to get one yep anything else um, Ryan being on steroids what was that I mean yeah he got Daniel, angry a couple of times Daniel saw the box with the syringes in mm. and that kind of led him to have a lot of contempt for Ryan but he never did he did he call him a junkie at any point or say anything about I can't remember yeah he did he he got he I mean he stopped Ryan from getting that job didn't he at the gym yes yeah is that the reason why Ryan was on steroids the the problem with you know one of the problems with the aftermath of the acid attack story is they were just throwing too much in weren't they oh. you know is it about catfishing is it about steroids is it about acid the affair attacks. is it is it even about acid attacks no it's not perish the thought and and that was one of the the many little prongs that this story had that could have been had more go to it, but it didn't. Um, speaking of little prongs, I'm going to say the tie pin in the pool. Stephen's tie pin, when that fell in the water after drowning Rufus, I was convinced that that was going to be the key piece of evidence that took him down. And um, I, I think somebody pointed it out to us that he wasn't wearing the tie pin afterwards, or somebody had put it online. Um, but yeah, I was I was convinced that this was going to be the key piece of evidence. But what happened in the end? It made it caused a little bit of drama for about two episodes. He sneaks into um, Lou's Mrs. hotel room, yeah. gets it back, sticks it down the drain, doesn't get washed up again. She suspects uh, him quite strongly, but it doesn't. Mm. It, yeah. Yeah, that that was that was a kind of a personal one for me. A bit like the scaffolding, just because there were lots of ideas that I had that could have gone somewhere but didn't. But. It reminded me a little bit of what happened with Pat Phelan and that bit of jewellery in the, the office. Yeah, it is very like, much. Well, they just... They, we it's know. Not, mm. It's not a crime... It's not a... It's not a crime story, is it? Feeling with the jewellery in the office really felt like they wanted to do something with it and then just decided, nah, the tie-pin, maybe that their only plan was just to make a, a tiny little hiccup in Stephen's grand scheme a few months down the line. Well, it can't all it. run smoothly. No. I think you can give that one a pass. Re- Rebecca and Lisa also suggested the Daisy and Ryan stalking storyline as being a bit of a build-up to now, which is fair enough because we've just said that they didn't stick the landing as well as they might have done with that. We were really invested in the stalking, and actually the acid attack episode itself was superb. Um, 
looking at what happened after the acid attack. It wasn't a build-up to Nout, it just wasn't... It was a build-up to Something too else. much, wasn't it? Which isn't yeah. Nout, it's the opposite of Nout. Um, I mean, we've, we've gone through so many possibilities here. I don't know whether... We haven't said that there's any that are particularly stronger than what the others. Roy... This love triangle between Roy, Yasmin and Evelyn. Yeah, yeah, What's that's true. That's that? another one. Roy was getting a bit... Re- and, and Stu also getting his nose put out of joint. Mm. And, and also Stu sending... I mean, I don't think the story is o- over, though. Sending matey off with his with the money, all of his money. Yeah, I think I think there's still more to it than that. Mm, yeah. um, I I would say... Oh, there's also... I also just thought as um, the whole Sean and Lawrence Adentis storyline and is he going to be a murderer? Is he going to puff somebody off a cliff? Oh, no, he doesn't like the insinuation, so he's gone. I thought that we'd see Lawrence again. Yeah, me too. I thought too. that uh, he had unfinished business. He just disappeared and flounced off like Jacob and we didn't see him again. But that's not going to get the award. I'm kind of... I mean, for 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 personal reasons, the scaffolding is quite high up there. So's Peter's trading sequence, but like I said, Corey didn't build that up to be big. Um, to me, it's the the it's rest the... easy story. Even that was, you know, that was felt. Oh no, Todd and George, they're the brilliant couple at the Undertakers. Then Todd's going to work somewhere else. Oh, he's back again after a few weeks. Oh, I don't know where if we that don't counts. see them. We don't really see George. No, you don't see him anymore. Struggling without Todd. Mm. We didn't see any of Inside the Undertakers. We got a few great scenes with Lurch. Um, yeah. And then and then they were back together again. And it... Now we're back together. Um, so what, what... Anything anything for you really... The scaffolding is the one that, that is crazy to me. Mm. If you've ever had scaffolding... I wouldn't say no to the scaffolding. And put up for anything, any reason, you'll know they go crazy over this. They won't leave the scaffolding there very long. It costs so much money... How can anyone have afforded to have had scaffolding outside the house for 11 months for no reason? Mm. And, and I, it just really honestly felt like, okay, when we, they're, they're leaving it there for a reason. They're leaving it there for a reason. It doesn't make sense otherwise. Why? There must be a reason they haven't taken it down. There must be a story purpose for it to be there. And then, nope. The fact that it was there for so long. It wasn't a build-up per se, but they did mention it every now and then. But then for it it's just like to be taken was... away with no ceremony, yeah. it was like, I, I, I'm, I'm fairly convinced there must be some kind of real world reason why that scaffolding didn't turn into a story. They would not have had that there without a reason. But, sorry to say, we were still expecting something from the scaffolding that could have been quite fun and stunty, but we didn't get it. So, scaffolding? Scaffolding. Scaffolding it is. Possibly for second year in a row. You'll have to listen back to last year's episode to find out. Um, the Weatherfield Waterworks Award, Gemma. Another... Another <coughs> possibly sexist one. Gendered. Yeah, but... Stereotype. Men can be... I, I'd say I'd feel more comf- comfortable nominating a man for Weatherfield Waterworks than I would for the Mardi Mayor. The thing is, you just don't get a whole lot of, you know, floods of tears from the men. You get a little bit. I mean, Why Billy, Billy you... possibly could have got it this year. But oh no, he's had a bit of a cry, hasn't he? I think but... right. The thing about the Weatherfield Waterworks is, is that it's it's partly a, a criticism of Coronation Street's treatment of strong female characters. Yeah, just um, make them cry. Where they just like we said get turned into weeping victims. Yeah, um, and it's happened to so many of them. I mean, Alia almost always is in this category. Mm. Um, who was it? Who did it used to be? R- Rana, Rana, Rana. I think that Rana was like Rana's the queen of. I think she of might have been the inaugural 
Yeah, surely. And I don't think there's been anybody this year who has used up as many tissues as Rana did back in the height of the Karna storyline. No. Um, even Alia, to be fair to her, she's just kept herself to herself mostly. She had a bit of a cry earlier in the year, but she was stabbed, so maybe it's fair, fair dues. Um, I, I don't know whether I'd want to give it to her this year. I'm kind of leaning more towards... Maybe Daisy this year. I don't think there's a lot of strong contenders. You got Lauren. I don't think that Lauren's been that crying. I don't. I. I she's more. You know, we gave her the Mardi Mare for her scowl, but I don't think that she's shed as many okay. tears. Yeah, I don't but, have strong feelings about this category. I no. don't think it's been this as that as bad. Maybe they've. Sarah's had some bad times. Audrey has had some bad. You know, her, yeah. her poor son was was killed. But there's there's not been anyone who has throughout the whole year just not had a dry eye I mean if you think about last year's summer that that was like yeah, primary candidate for Weatherford Waterworks but mm. this year Amy Jenny mm, for losing the rope there, there's they're right there there isn't a strong contender and I think that by default it might have to be Daisy who you know she's had a tough year she's had acid thrown at her boob yeah um and, and really she's hurt yeah, she, yeah, but she doesn't like to go on about it, does no, she? she? Not like, like Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, getting herself mixed up with pretending to be Crystal. Oh, I'm torn between Daniel and Ryan. Oh, I'm getting thrown out on the street by Daniel at Christmas because I just kind of was having it off with his mate Ryan. I think the thing about the Weatherfield Waterworks is it, it pushes your sympathy a little bit, you know, you start to think, I, I'm, I, I don't care anymore now because you're just crying all the time. That's it, that's it. You're crying too much. You had me and now you lost me. Yeah, I think da- Daisy's the one who comes closest because a lot of the stuff she's crying about is their own fault. Yeah, basically. So well, let, let's just quickly move on from that. Daisy, yeah, you Daisy. won an award, Daisy. You've had quite a few recently. This isn't the best one, but um, we don't feel too bad about you. You only just... We got it because of lack of other candidates. Uh, what we got next? No one can ever know. No, no, we we need to tell them. Otherwise, how will they know what we're talking about? No one can ever know. Oh, it's the no one can ever know. <laughs> you really confused me. <laughs> I know. I didn't even mean to do that. Just um, so this is the no one can ever know awards. This pointlessly is pointlessly kept secrets. Pointless secrets. You know, soaps wouldn't be soaps without a secret. But uh, some of them. Yeah, it's like, what, why are you keeping quiet about this for so long? This is another one which, although I've got a fair few nomination ideas in my head, I'm not feeling as strongly about there's got to be a clear winner here. So maybe as as we move on through our discussion, um, you know, more feelings will be stirred. Well, my the, the one that to me is the biggest one is all of the Gaskells. Harvey, Damon, what's her face? What the other guy? Yeah. What are their names? Yeah, I don't know. Who you're talking about there's 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 Harvey. Sharon. Sha- yeah. And the boy Jacob. Jacob. Yeah. That why are they all related? That's not a 2023. I know, but yeah, yeah, it is though. I suppose it was only it was all artificial and it just in it so that you could be like, <gasps> what? I can't remember when it was revealed that Harvey was was Sharon's. I've got a feeling it was. It, it must. It, it must have been long, before. It was. It was yeah. It was years ago. But yeah, yeah. But it was the, the fact that Nick found out this year, and he yeah. wasn't telling Leanne about it. Yeah, that because, Damon is Harvey's brother. Yeah, because Why? he wanted him to be part of. 
he he didn't want Leanne. He he wanted Damon's. I'm, I'm trying to remember. I wasn't through. He, he, knew that he wanted Leanne his input like into it. the bistro, and he knew that Leanne wouldn't like it. Because and it was she doesn't like drug dealers. You don't keep secrets from Leanne, Nick. You know no, what she gets she's so like. Mad. That was that was a silly thing to do. I get why he was doing it, but it was you know clear for us as a viewer that he would. Um, he would he would pay for that insubordination and then pay he did because he ended up getting kicked out of the of the family home for a few months. So yeah, that was a that was a bit of a silly secret. Um, what else was there? When Paul wouldn't tell anyone about his MND for ages. Yes, um, I can I can sympathise with it. him to a certain extent, um, but the fact that Didi knew and it kind of put her in an awkward position. Mm. Corey does have a thing about people being diagnosed with horrible conditions and then being very stoic and not wanting to let anyone else feel sad about it. Because we had the same with Roy, didn't we, this year when he had his heart problems and he was there kind of clutching his chest in the bistro but he wouldn't tell Nina about it. It didn't really come into much in the end. This is why men don't live as long as women. Because we just don't like to tell people about our problems. It's like Tim with his heart condition a couple of years ago as well, wasn't there? Yeah. Um, What about... um, What about... Stephen and Elaine's secret engagement was that a silly secret? I guess it made sense for Stephen because he didn't want to yeah, give away why... that he'd accidentally become engaged to married to be married to this woman that he kind of despises. Why is Elaine? Why was Elaine so happy to go along with it? Because she's dumb. Yeah, secret fling from Ardy and Courtney. That was a secret, wasn't it? I know, but that was you could see why they keep that secret. Yeah. Um... Same with Beth keeping quiet about Faye in the hotel. Do you remember the scene where Faye was in the hotel with Jackson and she sees Beth with Marco and they're both hey. like, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're both, I can't remember what the, what the word is now, but we, I'm not, I've got to keep your secret, you've got to keep my secret or else we're both, our families are going to in explode. Trouble. Kind of way. I, hmm. There was one that didn't really make sense to me earlier on in the year, but it wasn't very long. It was when George agreed to secretly fund Glenda's little big shots. And again, he tried to keep it from Eileen. Clearly, Eileen would find out about it. And then when she did, she was mad. But it didn't really blow into too much. I don't know. I'm not... There's not really... There's not a real, like... Maybe maybe Max, when he was secretly... um, feeding Lauren and because she was her. he was hiding her in the salon wasn't he that went on for a while we didn't see lots of scenes was she grateful um, no but he, he he didn't tell Sabrina because he knew that Sabrina didn't like her that was a bit of a silly secret I'm not yeah I'm not as inspired about this one Dee Dee knowing that Sarah and Damon were having an affair and you know Adam's her boss and she was all yeah. like... Didi's had a few secrets to keep this past year, hasn't she? There was that, there was Paul, there was... Did she know about Ed's gambling? I can't remember, I've lost track of who knew what about what No, there. she didn't. Although I suppose characters knowing about Ed's gambling, maybe Joel knowing about it and not saying or doing anything about it before it spiralled out of control was maybe not the best move. Or even, you know, Ronnie. He didn't know that it, the problem had got as bad as it had done. But the fact that he was still keeping on giving Ed money and saying, just look after this, don't spend it on anything when he knows what he's like wasn't wasn't the most sensible thing. But maybe that's not the secret. I don't know. I'm. I'm uh, is there anything particular? There's nothing really terrible. Nothing there, is really, there? really terrible about why on earth would you keep that secret maybe for just so Nick, long? Nick not telling Leanne Nick about not... Damon and Harvey. Yeah. And, and that... I know 
Go on. That did lead to a bit of fallout, didn't it? He got quite mad. It led to a fallout. It was keeping a secret from Leanne, who is probably the person I'd least like to keep a secret from. I would just be terrified that she would find out. But also the fact that by keeping that a secret from her, it did lead to an armed siege at the bistro. And I think if he'd have said, no, his brother's a wrong one, he's probably a wrong one as well. Let's not have anything to do with him. Maybe Sam's life wouldn't have been put at risk in the bistro. But uh, who can even up. remember that far back? Me, I remember. I don't even remember. Well, there, there we go. It happened. Okay. Well, let's let's give it to that. Let's let's move on. We talked more about some of the other awards. Um, what is the, the next one? I, I think there's going to be plenty that um, of, of nominees here, Gemma. This is the your Daft Apeth Award, where we award people for just being stupid. Daft Apeth. Or Daft Apeth. Your Daft Apeth. It's 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 you know sometimes they're purposely doing things that are daft because the script writer will want to say look how stupid they are and sometimes maybe their actions have you know they were written with all you know good intentions from the script writer but when we came on screen it's like no what why would they do that um, I mean I honestly think that one of the strongest contenders for this one came very early on at the beginning of the year which was Alia driving off with a bomb in the van. <laughs> this was like what second week of 2023 and that that whole story was a bit of a flop wasn't it well it, the, the the episode was a flop was it griff and his mates putting the bomb in the speed dial van which was parked in a relatively sheltered spot to the side of the victoria yeah. street market if the ba- the van had exploded there it would have caused a little bit of charring um it was fine where it was it was fine where it was now Bless Alia, you know, she she wanted to be the hero. You see a bomb, sometimes you act before you engage brain. She didn't know, to be fair to her as well, that it wouldn't have, you know, caused some kind of grand-scale nuclear mushroom cloud of peril. Could done, it? it could have done, just because it just did a little pop when she took it to the abandoned <laughs> wasteland. She wanted to know that. No, that's but fair enough. I think that... I think that rather than just trying to evacuate the area, <laughs> and I just remember the scenes of her driving through Weatherfield for what felt like quite a long time. I don't know where to go. I don't know where to go. Oh, hang on a minute. Maybe I'll go to that abandoned ground. It felt like she was driving around for a very, very long time before she found somewhere that was so close that the people in Victoria Street heard the explosion. I think that's it, isn't it? Yeah, it it was, yeah. She couldn't have driven very far away because everybody heard it, but she spent a very long time doing it. She waited until the last second. She got to the waste ground, didn't just, you know, park it a little bit. She drove to the centre of it. Yeah, she had to go right to the middle of it. (laughs) And then, you know, somehow she managed to escape the blast. Even though we didn't actually see it. She was in the car when it went off, but no. But but luckily it managed to, um, maybe that's a give over award nominee there that well, managed to escape being mentioned that. well um, I, I think, think that was a really silly thing to do Alia it also had unfortunate easy comparisons with the Batman um scene where he's got a bomb yeah sometimes it, you just can't get rid of a bomb you yeah, could have done Alia. you could have done you didn't even need to drive off with it but I'm sure there would have been plenty of other places that you could have taken that van um okay uh what else we got what else we got um, I mean, there's there's small fry things like a few months ago when Amy graffitied the police car. I was thinking, why would you do that? Clearly, you're going to get in trouble. Right in I guess maybe them. maybe she wanted to get in trouble for that because she just wanted to have another rant against men. And, and but also, um, some are shouting, "No, 
don't graffiti the car. Yeah. Shut up, Summer. <laughs> oh, I think that another one for Summer should be when she was trying to escape uh, Mike and... Uh, it was Esther. It was Esther was yeah. the woman, wasn't it? Mike and Esther's nursery by banging a shoe feebly on the window. January 2020, there was a lot of like, oh, questionable decisions. Um, that, yeah. that was a bit of a silly thing to do, but I don't think it stands up against what Some Arya did things. with the bomb. Definitely not the graffitiing. Um, Stephen I, agreeing to marry... Elaine, even though he hated her, he was he was on drugs. He he wasn't in control of all his actions. Well, was drinking the wrong tea. He, I I think yeah, the Daft Apeth reward is more what led up to that. Accidentally spiking himself. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna <laughs> be dip, if you're gonna be pouring LSD into someone's drink, you you got to be careful about which cup that you're gonna take. And and look what happened as a result of that. So that that was pretty high up there. Um, I think, I think that, um, I've got so many options here. Ardy throwing the, um, the snow globe through Dev's window and then getting offended when he, when he was very quickly identified. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty stupid. Um, I'm gonna have, I think that Sarah going after Damon was a bit of a daft ape thing to do. Yeah, but she's got form for, for liking wrongings, isn't she? Yeah, but clearly, yeah. I guess she didn't know just how bad he was, but that, that was very, very silly thing to do. Um, I'm going to... I mean, going back to what we were saying about the spiking, I honestly think that Rufus allowing himself to be spiked by known spiker Stephen Reed was not the most sensible thing to do. The fact that he was using that against him, blackmail, I know that you've been spiking Carla. Yeah, I'll have this drink with you. Why not? <laughs> dumb, dumb. He didn't know that he was going to be drowned, but... He... I would have thought that you'd have your wits against you. Just because he got enthralled by the business um, chatter, I, I, I think that was a bad move from him. But what about Bernie trying to convince the Allahans that Sunita was haunting them? What was that? What was she doing? <laughs> yeah, that was a... Was that a daft day for thing to do? I yeah. guess I guess it was. A, a small small fry in the grand scheme of... I mean... I think... Oh, go on. No, go on. I was going to say something that was fairly big... Gemma giving Joseph the lavender oil, literally poisoning your se- your stepson. I, I, I That's up there. I think. At least Alia was being heroic. I think it's the sort of thing you'd do. Maybe. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm not. I, I'm. I've never said I'm not a daft aper. How about the whole relationship between Ardia and Courtney? <laughs> Just both about of them. how ill-advised. Such poor it was. judgment from both both of them there, wasn't it? <laughs> Just the stupidest idea ever. The fact that Amy was offering it to Ardy on a plate, basically, yeah. and he's like, "No, no, I fancy this this fake plastic woman, no. Courtney." I that was a that was a fairly bad move. Um, speaking speaking of um, women with not much between the ears, Crystal's being impersonated by Daisy. I think many people would say that wasn't Daisy's finest hour. I, I personally trying to boost his morale. Yeah, I personally at the time saw it as a no. I can see why she she's not harming anyone. She's just she had the good the the best of intentions when she decided to take on Crystal's persona, and it just got a little bit spirally out of control. And maybe she stopped doing it a bit later than she should have done. But um, 
I know that there's definitely people who were saying that, that, that Daisy doing that was not the best of ideas. What about Ryan recording himself and Daisy talking about how they had an affair? Yes, yes, that's then... a good one. That's a very, very good one. This this person who had spent the last few months filming himself for the masses online forgets that the camera's running when he's talking about a secret affair that he's having Come on, that's all. That's almost so daft that it's a give over. I can't believe he would do that. But really, he deserved everything that was that was coming to him. I mean, you 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 kind of and do any particularly stand out to you? Because you you've been um, naming some, but you've not been telling me. You know how right. how well, strongly Paul when when he first had his MND diagnosis, he he went off the rails a little bit because he started doing crimes, mm. and he also started telling Gemma he was going to give her all this money. Um, for the wedding and, and stuff and, and, yeah. and Peter offered him compensation which I don't think he ended up having in the end did he because he tried to get know. more and then it turned out it wasn't even because of the, yeah, maybe. the car that he had the problem yeah um, I think that that felt quite stupid because he was piling more problems on his shoulders and I was getting a bit frustrated with it because I was worried that again like many of the other stories that have happened this year it would start off one thing which would have been a perfectly good story and spiralled into about five other things. Mm. Luckily, with Paul's MND, they've really kept it focused. Once, once, Mostly. Once There's it... the whole laptop thing. Oh, yeah, well... Yeah. I think with Ber- uh, Bernie deciding to sell stolen laptops is probably also a bad move. Th- yes, <laughs> I mean, I think that that family made a few questionable financial decisions over the year. Paul, at the beginning of the year, was insisting that he paid off for, you know, Gemma's wedding. He was going to help her. Yeah, all of that. But he didn't have the money. You're right. That was was not the best of moves. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, There was... I mean, just a few, like, Tracy supergluing her hand to the desk was a pretty daft aper thing to do, but it didn't have huge consequences, I suppose. Um, Spider choosing his job over Toya... His soulmate, love of his life, and he's like, no, actually, I think I'm going to go back down south. On the absolutely, hobo. absolutely daft aper thing to do. Um, Nothing really is. I think the biggest one to me is Alia driving. I think a bomb. it's got to be Alia with the bomb. <laughs> no, nobody's done anything as stupid as that. Really, literally, she's putting her life at risk. Unnecessary. Yes, she was being heroic. But okay, but... right. The other thing is, she could have just gone. Move away, everybody. There's a bomb in there. But yeah. she said they she couldn't say that because it would panic everybody. And she was worried they wouldn't get out of the way in time. So she just drove it off. Yeah. I mean, the whole the whole premise of that episode was a little bit iffy. The fact that, you know, at the classic countdown time, uh, mm-hmm. it was like something off a of Danger Mouse, wasn't it? And I know that <laughs> I know that my one of my pictures for the year did involve a, a similar device. Bath bomb. But um, I just remember watching that thinking... Alia, what on earth are you doing? You you silly, silly girl, just stop it. There was there were so many other silly mistakes during the year. Beth deciding to go off with Marco. Paul turning to crime and stealing cars. Said that. Oh, sorry, you did say that, didn't you? David trying to kiss Maria at one point yeah, during weird. the year. Nothing's as bad as Alia. Nothing as 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 life threateningly stupid as Alia driving off with a bomb in the van. And I and I, and I, I think that absolutely deserves a nomination and, and I'm happy for it to be the recipient of the award yeah. as well. All right, there we go, Ali. There you go. You got one. Um, right. So we've only got three awards left now. Three awards to go. That's all right. We, we're, we're on track. We're, we were about two hours last year and it's like we were going to hit that mark about this year as well. Character assassination. This is a sad award, isn't it? Because really the idea <laughs> behind this is a character who maybe we used to like, 
that through various decisions that they've made or have been made for them by the production team, we maybe don't like as much anymore because the character's just been making silly decisions or their personalities change or yeah. they've just done too many things where we think that's that's not what they're like, but now it is what they're like because their character has changed. Yeah. Um, who's, who's your pick for this one? I think a lot of people will agree that Spider um, is, is just... Yeah, not great uh, in his return. I was defending the idea of making him a undercover police officer because mm. there were ways you could have written it that made sense, but in the end, it didn't really make any sense, and um, I, I didn't buy. I didn't buy his reasons. I didn't buy his reasons for leaving. Um, More than Peter, maybe. And, and he had this bizarre backstory about. I can't remember what happened now, but... There was the protests and his ex-wife and yes, nothing yeah. really came. I, I think that, in a way, Spider was still Spider at the end. And they managed to save it with that final scene with Toya. Well, there were a couple of nice scenes that they had and he gave her the brooch. She never worn it. I still, I still saw still elements of Spider now. And although they did certainly change who he was, was it as an assassination... I don't know. I think what we were saying about Nina earlier certainly puts her up there as a potential recipient of this one. We've already talked about why. I mean, it's not necessarily something that happened this year, but it's been a gradual over the course of a few years. And I think that this story Nina. that Nina had in, the, in the, the final few months of 2023, where she just is this massive wet blanket. Nina's one of the worst the for me of it. because I really liked her. A lot of these That's characters the one. that we liked. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think anything more needs to be said about Nina. We've said it earlier, but she's certainly up there. Would you um, as you know, as sacrilegious as it is, would you say that Henry's transformation was an assassination of his character? No, not really. This is more like rehabilitation. I think a lot of people preferred him the second time around. Mm. We liked his over the topness, um, and his posho buffoonery. And there wasn't very much of that, really. He was just like a... More like a normal character. Yeah, this is a difficult one because we were so, so excited about the Henry coming back. We couldn't believe our luck because we've been asking about this for years. And there were definitely bits of his comeback that I liked. But I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, this is exactly how I wanted Henry to be on his second time around. There weren't as many memorable scenes. There were, there were so many in his first stint because, you're right, his buffoonishness, his silliness really struck us. But then I remember when his his return was announced, I saw quite a few people online saying, oh, who, Henry, who, who wants him back? Oh, that posh toffee, he's a bit of an idiot. He was a bit irritating. Um, but then there was when he came back into it and he was a little bit more on the level, a bit a bit more normal and subdued. People are like, oh, I quite, quite like him, actually. And then there was a disappointment when he had his final scenes. We did get to see a few, um, you know, sparks of old Henry, didn't we? I mean, my one that I remember, well, the two, really, the bit where he's calling Chest, uh, Chesney Chester was a great classic funny, Henry yeah. line. And when he proposes to Gemma, that was probably my favourite scene of his whole return um plot when he's there like professing his love to her he does the double like pop pop of the champagne corks when he's asking for it and he's just like utterly asking for it yeah when he's asking for the champagne um i i oh, think I that that to me was classic henry um but if a character has been made 
more palatable to the masses. Can that count as an assassination, even if it's not quite what we wanted? I was just happy to have him back, to be honest. I think that Daisy, on the other hand, I think that she could even be more of a stronger contender than Nina, because I don't think we went into 2023, everyone saying, oh, Nina, she's the best thing since sliced bread. She's Corrie's rising starlet. She's everybody's favourite character. We all love, we all love Nina. I think the... I'm not going to say, you know, it's not the rots had already been had already set in, but she wasn't as high a profile as Daisy was. But if I compare what the general feeling is toward Daisy now as it was at the beginning of the year, I think she's taken a massive plunge, don't you? I think loads of her fans were really disappointed with what she did, which I think is a strong strong evidence that that to say she she had a bit of a character assassination is correct because they were really mad at her for cheating with Ryan, weren't they? And yeah, uh, the, the fibbing and yeah, about the catfishing. Yeah, and and the the problem is there'd been so much sympathy built up for her during the stalking storyline. We generally the 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 feedback that we saw online was that everybody was loving her being stalked by Justin. They brought her mum in, who was a massive cow. There was people like Daisy going into 2023 that only built over the first three months. But once the acid struck, although she had some high points again, and I'm I'm really pleased that, even though it's weird how she's got there, that she's in charge of the Rovers with Jenny now. But I just, it feels like the wheels have come off a little bit and she isn't as universally loved. And she's kind of gone back to what she used to be which is the Daisy that we didn't like. I suppose that's one of the reasons why I'm disappointed is that she came in as a character that I really, I didn't get on with because, you know, she was bad-mouthing Johnny and then she she kind of almost raped Ryan. She kind of definitely got him drunk and gave him a bit of a leg rub. That happened. And I was like, I don't like this character. Get get rid. This character doesn't even exist. She's just been made up for this story. But as (laughs) 2022 went on... I got so much love for Daisy. Now I feel that with some of the things that's happened to her in 2023, it's like, oh, you, you tricked me. I thought that she wasn't very nice. Then I, then you convinced me that she was a great character. And now you're telling me that she's not. And yes, it's made her a more, even more layered character because who is perfect? Apart from your good self, Gemma, of course. Thank you. Um, but I, I'm just kind of leaving the year feeling a little disappointed that I don't love Daisy quite as much as I did but I am still I think that Charlotte Jordan is so amazing and I am perfectly willing to forgive her and you've got some characters who go down on my good books and I was like I, I, I don't mind shall not I, I, I shall not again. speak of you again I am absolutely rooting to be back in Daisy's camp by the end of this year um, Rebecca suggested Stu here because um, he's definitely become a bit of a whiny annoying guy he was a bit heroic wasn't he when he first came in because yeah. he saved Kelly. Kelly and... He was a cheeky guitar playing, he coughing. Was, he was a bit more carefree. Mm. Um, he's down on his luck. He's grateful for any help. And, um, yeah, got, got on quite well with him. And, and now just he's just um, a silly, bickering old man who... He's, yeah, he's in it with a grudge against Dom. And I, I get it. You don't want somebody coming along and stealing your newly discovered granddaughter out of your life. But I know, I think Corey got a bit mixed up with, with what they were trying to say about Stu because um, he, 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 he definitely had reason to really doubt Dom's 
Yeah, especially when Dom was like, "I'll oh, give me give me ten thousand pounds and no, I'll no, say no more." No, 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 that's different. Oh. It's it was when like when Dom turns up to pick Eliza up and he's drunk, and he was obviously drunk, and we were oh, all yeah. confused because Stu didn't even mention it at the time. But then later on, he's like, "Oh, you you came and you were drunk the other day. Like, why did you let <laughs> him? Why did you let him take your grandchild away when he was drunk? I would not have ever let." Mm. I would never let a, a, an adult. If I was, if I had any kind of parental responsibility for a child, I wouldn't relinquish that to somebody who's clearly drunk and they're yeah. the only person in charge of of the kid. That just seems so irresponsible. But he only ever he only ever brought it up as kind of ammunition in, in an argument. Yeah, he had some real justifications for why he didn't like Dom, and he didn't do anything about it. He hired a private investigator. Oh, it's just bonkers. I think bonkers. that really Stu has been a victim of just not that engaging a story. They, they wanted to do something with him and they thought maybe he'd be mm. it'd be sympathetic. We'd be rallying quite, behind Stu, but we're He's not. a really charismatic actor, but I know, somehow Stu is just a, a kind of... He doesn't feel like he belongs. He's to not, me, he's he nasty. feels like an outsider on the street. Yeah. And it's not just, you know, he's got his he's got his northeastern he's got, accent. He's gone petty and nasty and, and bitter. He's been on the show for long enough now that he should feel part of the furniture, and it's not. And partly it's because he doesn't really seem to have scenes with anybody that's not in his, you know, immediate bubble. family bubble. But yeah. it's also that he's with Yasmin, and, and when they were romancing, it kind of felt sweet and... And like, okay, I'll I'll go along with it. But now I'm just like, no, they're really not suited to each other. They've got mm. nothing in common. She's she like she doesn't want to be intimate with him. I can't remember whether that I think ever that's got addressed. Now. I don't think or, she's been haunted in the past twelve months. But it just didn't. She wasn't really ready for a relationship. They're not. They don't get on with each other. She fancies Roy. He's too obsessed with his grandkid. I think. I think you, you were right, but I wouldn't say that his fall from grace has been as mighty as, say, no, Nina not. or Daisy's. I don't think he went into the year as as much of a high. Um, similar with um, Lisa has suggested Ed as a character as assassination. I, I, I like Ed. I, I've not I've not been part of the Bailey backlash as much as many of the other fans have. I, I've kind of liked pretty much all of them in, in their way, even James sometimes. <laughs> um but I, I see how he has, you know, his his constant gambling and making poor decisions with money and just being a bit of a whinger and ending up robbing his family on Christmas Day has certainly put mm, him into the gutter. That's if he definite uh, character assassination, isn't it? Yeah, but it's he's always we're to believe that he's always been an addict. That's the thing. It's not like we've just made up that he's got a gambling addict problem. That's yeah, always yeah. been part of his character, so I, I think they've almost been true to his character here and and uncovered a bit more of his um, unsavoury side. What about... I mean, you, you shut me down talking about him uh, before, but Aaron, is he a character assassination? I can't... He certainly, you know. No, 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 we can't have this. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> the thing is about character assassination, there's the implication that it's unwarranted or unjustified in some way, or unfairly treating a character, and I'm not comfortable with saying, "Oh, poor Aaron, they they really did dirty." You know, I I don't know. I don't want him. I suppose. I, want... I mean, Aaron was never anybody's favorite character at the beginning no, of the year. I don't know. No, I so... don't think it's. I, I I would agree if this was not a bit frivolous. Mm. I, I don't want any implication to be to be, you know, to be that I... we. 
I, I'm kind of, I'm I'm sad that it has happened because I wasn't a biggest fan of Aaron at all when he came in in mid 2022, but I was starting to grow to like him. But I think um, that's the whole point, though. Yeah, and, and James Craven was lovely when we that's met him a couple point. of times. It's maybe. not. It doesn't feel. It's not a character assassination because it's not unintentional, mm. and um, it it's not like. Um, yeah, I think a character assassination is like, but in in the process of writing this story, we've accidentally made this person look like a massive dickhead. Okay, so we we, we seem to be Aaron's. I think Aaron's story, if it was not why he was brought in, it certainly um, feels like it was a decision made very early mm. on, and it, and the whole point, the whole reason that he was so likable was so that it would be a shocking when he, yeah, and he did also what he did. and also to prove that it you know almost could be anybody. Mm. So, mm. so it wasn't really a character okay. assassination. Well, I think I think then we're torn between Nina and Daisy, and then you could say, you know, Daisy reverted to type. So, is that an, an assassination that she was always a bit of a you know a bit of a bad lass? Whereas Nina, but but that was the biggest fall from where she had risen to. Whereas Nina, over the course of the year and probably a bit before that, just kind of dribbled away down to something that I really really hope that they can save at the end of the year. Are you? Yeah, you know, would you prefer one over the other? The my... I think what? No, I know. I, I don't know. I really don't know. I'm torn. I think the fallout for for Nina's not apparent yet. I think we've still got depth to plumb, unfortunately, for her. I think it's going somewhere, you know, further than it has. And whereas Daisy seems like she's gone as low as she can. I think next year is going to be. Next year's going to be Daisy digging herself out of a hole. Mm. I don't know whether Nina will, though. That's, That's a sad yeah, thing. I, know, yeah. I don't know whether Nina's going to get out of here. So is that the biggest assassination, that it's put her into a bit of an you know, unrecoverable position? I think... I'm, I'm going to say, I think that a, a sure sign of a character assassination is that if somebody started... And I always use this example. If somebody started watching the show now... Would they be baffled as to why Nina is or was a popular character? Yeah. yeah, I think they would be. Not Daisy though, because I think Daisy's still got redeemable features, and she still seems like you know she's got a bit of a uh, pushback to her. Whereas, whereas Nina's just like the ghost in the attic, isn't she? Knocking lamps over and sort. So, are you, are I'm you saying? Sorry, I'm sorry. So, are you saying you want Nina for this one? Nina, I'll go. I'll go with Nina. That's because fine. I, it's a real, I, real shame. Again, Molly Gallagher, again, lovely. I don't think it's intentional either. I think that Daisy. I think they've really. I think they made a choice with Daisy, and there's enough in her back history to sort of justify it. You know, she's making wrong decisions. Um, and, and this is going to rile everybody up and oh, it's going to be a big talking point and it all has been whereas nobody sat down in the writers room and went let's make Nina really boring and whiny mm, yeah no you're right and she went through quite a long period after the um, hate crime where we didn't see anything of her at all and so I was saying hey bring back Nina let's have more Nina but it's like not like this and you know and, the, and yeah and the justification <laughs> is obviously you know it's, it's a mental health issue and um, yeah, I mean, I suppose they're assassinated. She did start having those flashbacks, didn't yeah. she? And she got a really clingy and wanting. Yes, to... of course, she had a mental health that. That issue. But this is this is the get again what they do to strong female characters. Mm. Okay, and Nina, it's, it is. It's a fault of the show 
I think, and they need to really stop doing it because mm. it's so frustrating to watch it happen over and over again. No matter what the story is or what the reason is, it's always, oh, here's a really popular female character, good looking, everyone likes them, popular. Um, let's let's ruin their lives because we know they're good at acting and everyone will be sad and it will get the front pages so and it will be a good story. Because, you know, I'm not going to say they're not good stories. They are. They're really good stories, what they do to these characters. But then they just crumble and they're like, let's be realistic about what what would the ramifications be? Yeah, they'd have a mental health crisis. Yeah, she's got anxiety. She's got PTSD. She's got... It's like, yeah, okay, but that happens to the, all of them and then they just become sad and and reclusive and they barely ever get back to how they used to be and maybe that is realistic but is that is that what we want to see is that what you want to see and also is it a really strong message yeah not really because it makes you think yeah maybe it's maybe it kind of supports people with mental health issues but it also makes you feel like if something bad happens to you just forget trying to recover from it you're just gonna be sad for the rest of your life yeah that's not what anyone wants to think no i mean the same thing happened to yasmin yeah, absolutely. You can name exactly almost any character, any female character, like Carla, Yasmin, I mean, even Toya. Mm. Just, I'm oh, sad, I'm sad now. <laughs> and I'm never going to be happy again. I think Toya must have got that uh, this award last year after making her a murderess. Um, okay, Rover's rubbish return story. So which returning character in 2023 was just like, oh, you probably shouldn't have done that. That was a bit of a bad move, bringing them back. Now, 2023 wasn't as big for returns as 2022 had been when we had Stephen, we had Martha, we had... Um, uh, not what's Martha, who am I talking? Oh no, we did have Martha. We had Wendy, um, Spider, obviously, but but we had a few, and I think Spider, I mean, Jack suggested him as a potential. Was this a Rover's rubbish return? Because we saw his ending played out. Was it a rubbish return, Spider? Yes. Um, and once the the whole um, extremism story had quietened down when was it, January, February time, he just kind of bumbled along, not doing much, turning up at a chilli-eating contest before his final week or two when he when he flubbed out. Um, so that, that that could be up there. Um, I've got to mention Henry. I'm not going to give it to him. I couldn't. I, I, was, I could not give Rubbish Return to a character that I was so happy to see back, but I'm not going to lie, it wasn't the exact Henry that I wanted to see. But it, it wasn't rubbish it wasn't rubbish um is there anyone particularly that out of the minor returns that you think could be up there zidane <laughs> zidane why did he come back so his story was a weird one he was like he was petering out towards the end of 2022 anyway um, and then he showed up on christmas day and then he disappeared off again and then he came back for what two weeks february time-ish maybe january to say i've made up with mariam She's accepted that I watched her father die. We're back together again. Bye, we're off. And it was, it was Wasn't odd. It? it was just odd. That was that really kind of smacked of. Kazim wants to leave. Let's let's get. It's him like out. we need to write him out. Everyone's demanding. Where's Zidane? I want the conclusive ending. I want ending. some closure on I Zidane. I need to know. Like nobody really cared. I mean, no offense, but 
again, a character assassination was Zidane, mm. I think, because yeah. yeah. he was actually quite cool when he first came in. He was an interesting person. There's nobody else like him on the on the sh- on the. Sh- yeah, I enjoyed Zidane for a good while, but he his was... his recent stint has not been the best for him. No, I saw. Uh, speaking of which, I did think that uh, Jack was sporting a bit of a Zidane hairdo at the bus stop the other day. Mm. Did anybody else notice that? I think that... it's a, a sad too because there's. There's no other Muslim man on the on the street, and there certainly isn't ever been a religious Muslim character as sympathetic as. No, he Sudan. had lots of potential. They, they characters assassinated really have him during the Rana story. Represented, you know, a group Kate of people Rana. that don't see themselves on tally very much at all, mm. and he just night bite. Yeah, um, we also had coming back last year um, Jackson and Miley. Jackson, much bigger, Jackson, much like, older, hatched out of the corpse of the old actor. Yeah, like, like he kind of ate his way out into this giant man. That that was a bit of a rubbish return. I didn't think that Jackson was in any way enjoyable to watch or charming or, or anything I, I just but he, he his return was a means of getting Faye off of the show and I'm kind of sad I am sad for Ellie Leach although she's obviously gone on to do great things with her Strictly um, but that whole story for me was just it was a necessary means to something that had to happen and we got more I Craig thought if they were going to do it in any way I think they did a really good job of yeah, giving her some something. I thought it was a bit of a, a crappy cop out if you're watching it and you are going through premature menopause like she was and she's struggling, thinking about her fertility, the fact that she would never be able to have kids and, and Craig was talking to her about having kids and she didn't know what to do about it. Like, if you're watching that and you're thinking, gosh, that's just like me, I'm really sad because um, I've got the same thing, but at least, you know, I can go through it with her and I can see myself... And then she went, oh yeah, magically got a baby uh, that's grown up now from my past as a soap character, so that's <laughs> all right. Yeah, this is more Faye though rather than Jackson. And I, I, I suppose to be a rubbish return, you have to have some kind of level yeah, of yeah, expectation right. that they're okay. going to be good. And it's like nobody nobody cared about Jackson. Nobody was saying, oh yes, Jackson? Jackson, brilliant. I can't, oh, that's a, no, it's just like, oh, oh, Jackson's back. Is it? Oh, okay. I suppose that's the same for like, Linda's return. She came back for the wedding for a bit. Tried to flash her cash around, splash her cash around. Had a bit of a wedding cake fight. That wasn't the best, but I didn't have high hopes for Linda. Um, I don't get why everyone hates her so much. Again, she's, it's again, she's been pretty cowy just this past few weeks. Sorry, I always think this. If I was, if I genuinely thought that my, I don't. She's not even any relation to to Chesney, but let's pretend that she sees him as a son. I guess she thinks of him as her son-in-law, even though he's not. If if my son-in-law's partner, I thought was poisoning my grandkid, I would be a lot more horrible to, to her than, than Linda was. I wouldn't just be sniping at her from the other side of the room. I'd be standing over her, watching everything she did. Okay, okay. Well, this if is... you genuinely thought, this is the thing, People on soaps don't seem to ever have the courage of their convictions. Just what you genuinely think that she's trying to kill your grandson, you wouldn't. You'd have a few crosswords, wouldn't you? She was kind of. The, I think the way that she's been written, and we we shouldn't really be talking about this because it's twenty twenty four, not twenty twenty three. Yeah. Is that it's a bit like she's purposefully being nasty cowie. And, and cowie about for no it. reason. But, but you're right. Justified. I think it could be justified. Uh, Big Garth came and she back also for apologized. two episodes this year. Again, no. It, I was, I was just happy. Big to, grass, I like. was just happy to see bigger. Do you remember? 
I think it must have been 2023. Do you remember the story when, or the, the scenes where Dev was getting jealous of Bernie hanging around Big Garth? She heard about him or she'd seen a message from him and he's like, Big Garth? Big? Why do you call him Big? <laughs> that was funny. But I, I don't think there are any other big returns other than that. It's, I, I don't know whether, like the biggest disappointment was surely Spider, but he didn't come back in 2023. So I don't know whether he's eligible for the award. In which case, I guess by default it would go to to Zidane. But I don't know if you're if you're happy with Spider to have it, because it was just a bit of a shame how it ended. I'm happy with I'm, either of them. I'm I'm glad Spider came back. I'd rather yeah. we got what we got than not seeing him again. Because yeah. I love him. I think I think Zidane should get this because it, it was just a head scratcher. The whole the whole fact that it was. Um, mixed up with Mariam saying fair cop my dad was a bit of an arse wasn't he I'd have probably watched him die too that's just so Zidane, Zidane and Mariam can can yeah. jointly take home the uh, the Rovers rubbish return award um I suppose we could you know Philip Newton as well because I forgot but he came back for a few episodes oh, but Pippi, uh, Pippi Newton but he was fine so we won't give it to him finally and um unlike the other awards we don't build up to the big one in the Bobbins award because this is a bit of a Bobbins order we've got here there's the Weatherfield Wayfarer award which is where we say we just kind of take the mickey out of characters disappearing off for a little while for various reasons and the and the naff ways that are concocted up for them to explain their characters off-screen um, or disappearance when really in many cases we they could have just have not noticed. mentioned them we wouldn't have noticed a lot of these because the, the the duration was so short and characters frequently disappear off screens for longer periods of time just because they haven't got a storyline so we don't need a, we don't need a, a, a parent's note to explain the absence of for example Lily and and Shona this was the funniest one sometimes it's just saying hey look at us our actress has got a maternity look what we're doing and in this oh my god lily going off for a football course i just i just don't but i don't know what i would think is least convincing lily being a pro footballer or bernie beating dev at golf because that was last year as well wasn't it but saying that lily has been taken off of school to go on this football course we've never seen her playing football she doesn't strike me as the sort of person and you know anybody can i don't want to say you know only these sort of people can play football but i don't believe that she's into football that much we we hear a lot about how much she loves football we've never seen her play it's another example of cory telling us something and when they could show us and i'm sure they could get the actress to kick a ball into a wall it wouldn't take I think we might have seen her kick a ball into a net in the back garden once but you know they did <laughs> we, we got to be careful what we wish for because when we saw james playing football just oh before his, uh, like his heart incident dance. yeah um so that that was a, a particularly weird reason for Shona to go off on maternity leave or Julia's maternity leave, and it was so short. It was six weeks, seven weeks max. I I think we could have just not mentioned it at all. Um, I I also think that in terms of believability factor, um, Fizz going off to run this factory in Norwich, which is uh, odd, very. And is it part of Underworld? I don't know. They mentioned Angelique said, the other you week. You said it was they? Angelique's factory, but why? I don't. I don't is remember. Going, yeah, that's fine. It it felt like it, it was Stephen setting it up, and it was him who decided to give it to Fizz because Beth wanted it at first, didn't she? Yeah. She wanted the supervisor's job, um, and originally she was 
told this is going to be six months, but actually it's been more like eight or nine now, and she's still not back. Though, isn't it? So, so I don't know what's going on. The it, it feels like at first Jennifer Calpoin's this uh, uh, appearance has been extended. Or fair enough, it's down to her. But I don't really believe that Fizz would leave her loving family. And out of all the families on the street, that one at number nine to me seems the tightest knit. I don't believe that she'd go away for that long a period. No, it's really hard to think of good reasons to write out female characters with families for maternity. You know, I, I don't envy them having to come up with those ideas, but they very rarely get good ones. And this no. is just silly because, she, you know, the reason that she takes a job is because she suddenly gets a bout of, like, what's the word, ambition out of nowhere. She's never really cared about no. having a career or anything. Suddenly she's, she really, really desperately wants to be a supervisor in a factory, but she also is going to get paid loads. Mm, double the and wages, I think, I think it was. Yeah, and I think they say, some. you know, I, I just don't, don't believe that you'd ever get paid enough work, working as a supervisor in a nigger factory to justify running two households in this country because she's got... I don't remember if they made something up about her getting free room and board or, or anything, but she's got to be paying another set of bills out of that wages. It's not going to be very much money extra at the end of the day. No. And would you really want to miss out on your kids' lives for when they're that age no. for so long? I mean, and, she's not and, even going to have and, the same and, kid when she gets back. It's very true. She's got Ruby, you have changed. And also, you know, Cassie's appeared on the scene. You'd have thought yeah. she might have come and checked her She's out. not come to visit either. It's Norwich is not, you know... It's, not, it's a bit of a way of a way. Yeah, but... it's not like the south of France or anything. No, no. You, I mean, it's closer to us. Th- those two places are closer than we are to Manchester. And we've been to Manchester more times than Fizz has. <laughs> and they they could even say like, oh yeah, Fizz was here, you know, a day that we didn't have the episode on. Mm. You missed her. You got, I mean, I think those are the two biggest ones that they've had to... They explain with weird the, reasons. Okay, no, to me the stupidest one was when Carla went... I'm abruptly leaving for three weeks oh, yeah, to go to Spain. to Spain and there's no way anyone can talk me out of it. I have to go. The client's threatening to pull out. Number one, nobody in the history of, of the underworld has ever gone to another country to get a deal for any, with, any, for, with anyone for any reason. Not as far as I can remember. Off the Not top that of I can head. remember either. Prove us wrong. And, and, and well, it was during a massive crisis when Peter just killed yeah, Stephen. Yeah, that's the thing. He was like, she, yeah, at I'm his really lowest sad. ebb. And she's like, well, sorry, but I've got a deal to sort out. Yeah, don't Steven worry, you've got Simon money. here. You're right, that was pretty stupid. Um, a couple of other absences that are worth bringing up, like Kevin and Debbie going off to Germany because a Bill died. Sorry, Bill, you had to take one for the team there. I don't know what was going on that, that meant that that had to happen. Um, I mean, that... Uh, no, I know that... I know that um... Mike Lavelle is... What was that? No, oh, you talking about a different story? Debbie. Debbie. Sue Devaney. Sue Devaney had, you know, did a lot of work, theatre work. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's why she needed the time. But... There, there, was, there, was all the, there was Mike in the news last year with all the phone hacking stuff as well, wasn't there? So oh, I don't know whether the... it was... Uh... Yeah, I don't know whether it was tied into that, but I, I kind of feel sad that Bill's dead and we didn't even get much of a story out of it, but obviously Peter Armitage died a good few years ago, so they couldn't exactly bring him back. Um, I think that Bernie going to prison, I don't know whether this is for this year or next year that it gets a nomination, but the fact that she went away for all of, what, five, six, seven weeks um, and nothing really changed, Paul's still kind of the same as he was when she went in, that felt like a bit of a disappointment. But I don't feel it was as egregious as, as some of the other ones that we said earlier. 
Um, I'd kind of like to give it to to Lily in a football course. Have you got any any strong feelings? I think Carla, because it just baffled me. It's a bit like um, a few years ago, and it maybe it got the award then when Roy went to South America after he'd uh, after he'd lied about uh, yeah, what's his face myself down to in South the America. down in the in the sinkhole. It was a bit like that, yeah. wasn't it? It felt like a really strange time for Carla to go and unnecessary. And I'll, I'll, I'll give I'm it to that. For, I'm happy for for that. Or let's or... give it to Lily. Let's. I just. I just. It tickles me. The idea of, of, of Lily being such a, a footballing protégé that she can go away from school. Um, and the school's like, yes, we need we need a new lioness in this country. Well, somebody has to invest in the future of women's football. I just kind of feel bad because there's no real reason why I can picture Lily as being, as you say, the next lioness. And, and women's football is, is huge at the moment, what with all the, how well it just, we've been It's just a, really but, weird. I don't think people in this country really do that. No, I think that also. Also, can Lily I just also? Well. When when did it happen? It was it was February March sort of time. Yeah, I I, I question Maybe. I question the logic of anyone who runs an a six week course in term time for children to do sports. And the thing is, you think what has she done with thing? it? What has she done with these newfound skills that she acquired in her six weeks away? Dan Saf. I wanted to bust a bullion ring by booting Mason in the head, maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's something the Maybe that's where it's it. going. Maybe we're well, just churlish. I think I think we have reached the end of the Bobbins Awards for another year. That was fun, wasn't it? We now we've got that off our chests. And finally <laughs> we can start talking about twenty twenty three and in some ways forget it ever happened. But because no we've means, done all of our other awards now. But no means was that the only stupid things that happened this in the last there year. was plenty more and if anyone has got anything that was really got their goat and you hear how did you not mention this of course feel free to write in and let us know we'll conversationstreet at gmail.com we can give it a shout out but thank you to everybody um, on our Patreon who did already um, add to our discussion that was going on there because it's nice to have a few others that confirmed what I'd said but there was a few new ones as well if you would like to be part of our Patreon just head over to patreon.com slash conversationstreet and you can get involved and all that lovely stuff too. Um, but anyway, hope you enjoyed that. As I said at the start of the show, I know that there's some people that really look forward to this particular episode since we've been doing it for the last five, six years. Hope it um, satisfied you. And I'm not going to apologise really, but I will. <clears throat> for the people who absolutely hated the Stephen storyline, probably thinking that it's got off incredibly lightly in the past two and a quarter hours. I get it. I get why you don't like it. Don't think I don't. I can absolutely see that it was utterly ridiculous and silly and farcical. But, but sorry, we liked it. This is, we we, we kind of like. There's no accounting for taste. There were bits of what I didn't like. Like it was got a bit too bit, bit too businessy at times. I didn't but, like how quickly it ended. But. It, it really helped make 2023 for me. Yes, there were utterly ridiculous things. I'm it, sure I'm... there are people who really hated the Steam storyline who now maybe don't even want to admit this to themselves. Maybe miss it a bit because... I think there what, are. What is left? I think there probably are people that are saying, oh, I wish that Stephen hadn't left quite so soon. I changed my mind about him. I know there's people saying, no, I don't. I'm glad he's dead. I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> we're all entitled to our own opinion. Um... <laughs> Which is yeah. fine, which is fine. We it's just happen to agree on this fine. one. Okay, right, so with you. thank you everyone for listening and we'll see you at the weekend. See you at the weekend, everybody. Oh, maybe before Maybe, then. maybe before, because it's a, it's a funny week this week with episodes. But um, anyway, we're finished now. Yeah. I've got more work to do. Bye. 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 The music for this episode came from podcastthemes.com. Bye.